Um, I, we're, I already we're blew sorry. my Pokemon Go opening. <laughs> oh, you can redo you, it. You wasted it. And I, I feel like our responses are not going to be genuine. <laughs> no, we could try, but I... Okay, great. Guys, okay, you already... Try. Been, we're ready. Yeah. Right. Look, we're actors. Hey, have you guys been Pokemon Going? Yes. <laughs> Wait, did I run already? Uh, yes. <laughs> I'm glad you asked, Ryan. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> How can I help you? <laughs> oh, no. Hi. <laughs> Hi, like, how, how are, are you? Chatbots. Chatbots. Um, guys, I have a weird sickness happening where really? I'm like not that sick. Like I'm kind of tired and stuff, but it only when I laugh I start coughing. But otherwise, <laughs> I'm like fine the rest of the time. So it's like a two on the sick scale. Yeah, it's like yeah. not really sick, but it's like every time I laugh, I sound um yeah. like I'm a I have tuberculosis. Do you ever get a thing when you sneeze like you're not sick? Uh-huh. But then when you sneeze, you're like, oh, oh I'm sick. Yeah. It's like no. feel it all yeah. over yourself. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm off laughing. Uh, yeah, yeah. No. Where like instantly all of a sudden I'm like congested. Yeah. I'm like, wait, I wasn't before. Right. This is now causing a problem. Right. Yes. Or like the allergies thing. I don't know if you ever get like on, especially if you have contacts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Allergies will just sit on top of your, allergies will just sit on top of your contacts. Yeah. And then if you rub your eyes at all, all of a sudden like all your histamine stuff freaks out right oh yeah but if you just like let that allergen sit on top of your contact all day mm. just let it Good. sit there <laughs> don't touch it allergen <laughs> residue <laughs> that's fun i mean yeah i just don't rub your eyes i yeah <laughs> you know getting stuff in your eyes when you have contacts in hurts more yes it does yeah, you, you you have to like use an eyelash. Fluid. You have yeah. to use fluid. <laughs> wait, are we? Are you saying that you don't use fluid when you're not wearing contacts? I overuse fluid. Wait. I have the big bottle. Yeah, yeah. I have, I have I have the fizzy stuff. Yeah, which you don't use in your no. eye. Oh, no, I no, use that no. no. Use, have you ever eye. put that in your eye when it isn't done doing its thing? Oh, do not. It is, it is pure fire. Yeah. It is fire. Oh my god, mm-hmm. it hurts so. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the non-fire stuff yes. that I have the big bottle of mm-hmm. for all. Do you watering. ever spray it right in your eye? Oh yeah, I yeah. I am constantly flushing out my eyes. Yeah. Not I'm just like get that Alcon in my eyes, <laughs> spray it out. I want it flushed. I'll take them out and rub. Do the rub rub. Oh, you do the rub rub. I'll, I'll yeah. Sometimes do the rub rub. Yeah. I started having contacts when I was like too young to be responsible. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and so at this point, it's like ingrained in me that like. Not that I'll spit on a contact and put it back in my eye, but like you can do pops, anything. You can do it. You can really get away with so much. You can't fall asleep and wake up eight hours later and put it in your eye, like if it's on your finger. <laughs> <laughs> but you fall asleep with it perfectly balanced on your finger. <laughs> 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 but you could get away with a nap. It'll yeah. just be a little crumply in your eye. What the fuck, right? <laughs> my eye is involuntarily like blinking. I, I'm just like it was very good. Because I lost my glasses like every six weeks for a period of time. Mm. And my parents were like, let's figure out a solution. Yeah. So it was the right thing for me as a kid. But mm. I think I would have developed more polite habits or like healthy habits. Yeah. If I had started being in contact wear as an adult. Mm-hmm. How old were you when you started wearing contacts? Seven. Wow. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I got mine in college. That would have oh. been. Well, college, college would have been. Da- I mean. It was, it was weird. People yeah. were like. You don't know who this Chris is. Like, <laughs> I rarely see you without glasses on. It's uh well because of allergies. Mm-hmm. I can only wear them mm-hmm. max eight nine hours a day. Yeah. So mm-hmm. for work, it's always glasses. Mm-hmm. After work, it's contacts. Oh. <laughs> but if I'm coming right from work for like uh, a rehearsal or something, mm-hmm. right. I'll just you know 
leave Stay them on. Right, but you and you also take rehearsal very seriously. <laughs> I do, yeah. which is why I need glasses. Oh, you're like right. eight hours of rehearsal. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna be here all night, guys. <laughs> I, I've never had longer than three hours, but I would try it. I would. Too. I think things would get weird at the end. No, things what people oh, would I- get like bananas. I would like it a lot. It would be kind of fun. I the like I feel like hour six is when things start going bash it crazy. Oh, and also no one is standing up on the back line. Everyone laying like a starfish on the ground. For like a minute I thought you were talking about leaving your contacts in. Things get crazy in hour three. Hours, my contacts. My eyes are bouncing every which way. No. Um yeah. I was in seventh grade. Okay. Okay. I feel like that's more. That's that's normal. It's not abnormal. Seven year old. That's insane. No, but I really was losing my glasses a lot. And the doctor said because I was also my my eyes were getting worse and worse Mm -hmm. every checkup. And the doctor was said that it would preserve my eyesight longer. Like, did you feel that was the case? I'll never know. But it is true (laughs) that the last and I haven't been this year yet. But the the last like four years, my eyes got even to one another, okay. which is really nice for context. Yes, yes no, mine they're, have recently yeah, evened as they're well. Even, it's nice. And they haven't gotten worse for mm. several years. So I don't... What are you at? What are you pushing? What's, what are you, what, like, what's your uh, script? I believe it's negative 4.75 in each eye. Wow. Okay. All right. Negative 2.5 over here. Oh. Negative 7 over here. Bam, oh. bam, bam, bam. Wait, is it legally blind? Like, Let's not talk about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's um. just say that if you took out my context, brought me two blocks away and spun me around eight times, I would die. <laughs> <laughs> no, your other senses would heighten like Daredevil. Like Daredevil. And then I would go deaf. Oh, nightmare. Classic. <laughs> I do have fears because I used to not just not wear my glasses. Mm-hmm. And this isn't even in college. Yeah. And I can't see, I wouldn't be able to see your face. Like, I sure. could see everything, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't be able to quite tell who you were. Yeah. So I would be walking around campus blurry-eyed, and I wouldn't acknowledge, say, a friend walking by because I didn't yeah. know it was them. I wonder how many times people were like, that Chris McGowan just walked right by me, didn't say hi. Oh. So you were like the Parker Unintentionally re- on <gasps> campus. I was the Parker. Oh, my well, let's, God. Um, let's, let's, he's like, what's up? Parker's pretty gross. Yeah, Parker is, okay, Yes. There's a lot happening. There's with a lot after Parker. But I'm just saying that Chris probably ignored people. He seemed like a Parker. You, see, you, you seemed like a Parker. I had a Parker facade. Yeah. Right. <laughs> did I, I just been, did a, a face mask yeah. pulling thing for the for the listeners at home. I would have been into if the end of the Parker arc was him taking off the oh mask. Oh, my God. And he's Jonathan. Who knows? <laughs> it may still be. You're right. Yeah, the show. you're right. You're right. Sorry. Guys, no spoilers. Wait until next week. <laughs> He's he wasn't in the most recent episode. He comes back top of the episode, rips the mask off. Now doesn't he look like he could be Xander's brother? Yeah, he's he a very, very Xander very face. Similar. He's like a prettier Xander. It was interesting. He's got those mm-hmm. eyes. Yeah, he has very he has a very nice eye situation. Yeah. When when Xander <laughs> did jump in, um, when Buffy was like fighting Spike, yeah. For a second, I thought it was Parker, and I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I was like, "Bold move, Parker." Like, you're, I know you're trying to play it cool, but like. Really? Insinuate yourself uh, in a fight? He also has more naturally flowing hair than Xander. Oh, he yes. has. Xander slicks it up. Yeah, he's got like a, a waterfall of bangs. <laughs> yes. That are just coming as beautiful hair. <laughs> but like he could be Xander's cousin that Xander resents. Oh, totally. Right. Like, oh God, yes. Can you imagine like family dinners with like, you know, Parker got into UC Sunnydale with a full scholarship. Mm-hmm. 
My parents used to do that stuff. Parker's has a whole new outlook on life since his mother died. No, his dad died. (laughs) Right. His dad died. Sorry. I was moved. No. That'd be doubly hard for Xander because obviously Parker and Buffy, you know, got together. Yeah. So Xander would be even more jealous. Oh, totally. Xander, I heard Parker slept with Buffy. You gonna eat and your I, green beans? Pretty sure she seduced him. If you really get down to brass she, tacks, uh, she uh, made a choice. Welcome to another episode of Hellmouthy. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kelly Nugent, and I'm another of the co-hosts, Ryan Mogi. And today Yay, we're so excited. <laughs> we're very excited. We have the one, the only, the uh, I, I, I. A, a, a wonderful uh, improviser, comedian. Delight as a human being. Delight as a... What, a person that's so nice that Ryan has insisted <laughs> that his niceness is a long con. I think it's too much Buffy the Vampire Slayer <laughs> that's going on now, right? Because nice people in, nope. in the show never turn out to be nope, really nice. Never. Yeah. <laughs> Two seasons from now. <laughs> Two seasons from Chris now. is going to show up on this show. <laughs> be like so disgusting. Rip my mask. Rip off his mask. <laughs> It's Joe's face. <laughs> He's like, I'm bad now. <laughs> Chris oh. McGowan is here. Yay! Thank you for having yes. me. Welcome. We love you. I'm an, uh, it's you. an honor to return. Yeah. Oh, of course. Thank you. We're so excited to have you back. And we can't wait to have you again. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, we'll get through this one first. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see I, how it goes. Perhaps <laughs> I spoke too soon. Um, <laughs> no, but these two episodes do work together kind of because fir- the first two episodes of the season are a lot about like moving going away to college starting co- like that orientation mm-hmm. roommates all that stuff mm-hmm. and this is more of like that se- it's still college stuff but it's more that settling in who are you going to be yeah what kind of risks are you going to take it was kind of fun to see them as a pair mm-hmm. and a lot of new uh troubles or problems that college brings right mm-hmm. and, and they're all yeah. getting older and these yep. are kind of new issues they're all dealing with mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, and like kind of what it means to be an adult, and also like at at least in the first episode, there was a lot of like um, <laughs> the idea of like this book of love that we're all supposed to be yes. following. And I know we've shared our feelings on <laughs> what love is. <laughs> it's <a> shared delusion, <laughs> but um. But in this case, it's like less shared of a delusion. Yeah. Sometimes it's a, it's one person is having a delusion. And like in because and I, I'm not doing this myself. Jane Espenson and the show did this. Mm-hmm. But there are three relationships that are kind of um, set uh, united in the kind of the dynamics of them. Mm-hmm. So we have Anya and Xander because Anya is back in town. We have Harmony and Spike. And then we also have Parker and Buffy. Yeah. And in each of those, it's not a shared delusion of love. No. It's, yeah. in some ways, it's the male part telling very honestly and truly how they feel. And the woman in the situation ignoring the words being said to them and the actions being taken towards them and creating an idea of what they want to be experiencing. Yeah. And I think, um, for sure, uh, th- like, there are different approaches to, like, a, a relationship which is like not really defining what something is or sure. insisting mm-hmm. on like defining every single thing and like being like okay we have to do this thing and then this thing and then this mm-hmm. thing and then 
I felt so bad for Harmony in this episode when she's mm-hmm. like, I don't know why I let you treat me this badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's true. Like the things that we'll do, I, I'm, you know, we've all been there. Like the, the, the things that you'll like let yourself go through or the way that you'll let yourself be treated just because someone is like, you know, dangling that carrot yeah. of acceptance. And you're like, oh, fuck, like I want that so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was I felt really bad for Harmony in this episode. Well, and I think because Harmony's back in town and she's a vampire now. <laughs> just to catch us all up. Um, but you saw it, her get bit yeah, at graduation. Did. Right. I guess, yeah. I guess for the new viewer, they might have been surprised. But yeah. It's, it was fun. It's, yeah. yeah. It was a good follow-up. Mm-hmm. Good continuity. I always like her, too. I like yeah. her a lot. I, I like, like her, her more as yes. a vampire. Yes. Too. yes. She's much more charming. Yes. Um, but it also, like, her relationship with Spike is not, the dynamic is not that different than her relationship was with Cordelia. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. Like, Sticking around with someone who is abusive to you, mm-hmm. actively cruel, but still hungering for their acceptance. Well, and perhaps seeing that kind of treatment as love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like understand or like misunderstanding that type of brutality with love. Mm-hmm. And also know. someone who doesn't really, I don't say care about them, but Spike's clearly hung up on Drew. Yeah. Totally. He's not really invested in harmony in mm-hmm. any real way. No. But she's. You know, aiming for that. Yeah. Trying to, trying to get there. Yeah. Well, in all three of these relationships, too, it's like this use of, of sex as a way to cement a relationship or start a relationship mm-hmm. or keep something alive that doesn't, maybe wouldn't survive without it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only time we see Spike treat Harmony with anything less than disgust yes. is when he's, when they're having sex or when they're, uh, yeah, when she's seducing him. Yeah, that's true. Also, like, I, so I, okay, can we talk about the Buffy Parker situation? Okay. Yes, please. <laughs> um, oh, it's because... funny because I took no notes about that. So I have no <laughs> thoughts. Um, so I don't, I can't tell if, like, okay, if it's that I've seen this series a lot of times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm jaded as fuck. Uh-huh. But every. <laughs> yes and yes. You know, like, I don't know what it is, yeah. but, like, I don't know if nowadays, having seen this for the first time, mm-hmm. if I would buy Parker's shit. Like. As a viewer, like, would I be like at the top when he's like, oh, you know, like, uh, like I, you know, to make mistakes, man. Like, oh, my dad left so many things unfinished. Like, I, I don't know if I would believe, like, believe his sincerity there. Do you think he was insincere all the way through or? Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay. I think so. Am I incorrect in remembering that like someone else was like, oh, did he feed you the dad line? Oh, I don't know. Later, much later, like maybe season and, seven later. Yeah, I think that we maybe hear that, but we hear him saying it to uh, that other Katie Loomis, Katie who Lewis gets Dustin, no lines, and also Dustin's uh, long lost twin, Katie Loomis. <laughs> I, I'm still not 100 percent sure. 100 percent joke, joke. No, serious. I don't know. I just when they, when he's when he introduced her first and last name, which it is was weird. it's weird that that extra got no lines. Probably did not make very much money yeah. on the day. But a full name. But got a full name. And a close-up. Yeah. And a close-up. A smile, right? <laughs> and also, she looked way too old to be in college. Yes. Yeah. She, she could looked... be his professor. No, maybe. <laughs> He's like, this is Katie Loomis, Here, professor okay. of... <laughs> Here's my take on Parker's uh, line, okay. his game, is that I could see myself, when I was a teenager, mm-hmm. or even like freshman year of college, buying his bullshit. Of course. Mm. I don't think even if I hadn't seen the show before, when he's talking about living in the now, like if yeah. someone says living in the now, they're talking about 
having sex with you. Yeah. That's all they're yeah. talking about. Like, if you're with a couple over dinner and they start talking about living in the now, you're like, oh my God, are you soliciting me to be joining your relationship? (laughs) Do not trust anyone who's like, sometimes you just got to live in the now. No. I mean, trust them if you want to have sex with them. Yeah. But he was was saying that hard eye contact. Yeah. Got to live in the now. Like, that was very. Which, so I think that that the show, I think, was signaling savvy viewers that he was full of shit. But I don't think. But even like full of shit, like I think he believes all of his stuff. Oh, I yeah. think he oh, believes he never misled her. That he just like was just sharing his philosophies, man. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, connecting. Like first they connected in their minds and their souls, and then they connected with their bodies. Yeah, and then then what else is there? I mean, he's just. I mean, he he's a very masturbatory guy. Like I feel like everything he says is very like I can't believe I'm fucking saying this right now. Like you know those people yeah. where like every word's like a lozenge in their mouth, they're, like savoring <laughs> it, rolling it around. Like, mm, you know, you just gotta live in the moment. But yep. it's funny how the show though, uh, the morning after, clearly for Buffy's mm-hmm. first time, led to Angelus. Yes, and mm-hmm. right away she wakes up, has that moment of oh no, this is happening again. He's not here, right? Yeah. And he comes in with the two cups of coffee. Yeah, I know. and he's very. And I actually because I have not seen this in a very long time oh. i briefly forgot yeah how this turns out so i'm like oh he's actually doing this right yeah the morning yeah. after right yeah uh but clearly he doesn't he doesn't handle it very no. well it's also weird because i feel like the she also angel also slept on red sheets i believe he did so, I think like, so. Both, she wakes up she sleeps with boys on red and wakes up alone <laughs> on, on red sheets red sheets <laughs> which god if he didn't okay. say living in the now and then you see the red sheets what that, color is oh everyone's sheet? We gotta know. Okay, what are we color? going around the room? Yeah. Okay, we're gonna go around the room. I have several different ones, but okay. they're all uh, my favorite. Have polka dots on them. Cute. <laughs> and are they red? <laughs> no, they're white with like pink and purple. Po- I have a pink and purple polka dot thing happening. Okay, or not polka dots, but pink and purple happening. Okay. So, um, but mostly I use white sheets. Okay. Like crisp cotton. Yeah, that's kind of my jam too. But I have right now. There's polka dots. All right, I have like a white. I also have like a sandy beige, Ooh. which I like to mix things up yeah, a yeah. little bit because uh, that room is a very, uh, you're in the desert, in the Arizona desert. Okay. Field. Lots of cactuses. <laughs> yeah, cacti, tumbleweeds. Cacti everywhere. Hot, dry. Hot, 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 dry heat. Real hot and dry. I've got <laughs> a dehumidifier in there blasting always. <laughs> like, you want to come back to my, <laughs> my boudoir? It's hot, hot and dry. dry. <laughs> hot and dry. <laughs> Yeah, the two sexiest words. Ooh, hot, ooh. hot and dry. <laughs> Something Parker would say. Yeah, you yeah. would. Uh, what color sheets you got? I I'm currently teal. Oh, uh, but oh, I have a fun. darker blue set okay. as well and a lighter blue set. Okay, you don't have like a red set from when Buffy comes over. I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Just for Buffy. Just a real nice cab, <laughs> cab, cab color. Cab, cab. It's a Merlot. It's a Merlot. I mean, it is true that Sarah Michelle Gellar looks great. With red sheets. She does. Sure, sure. A great like, contrast. It's she, a great, great she looks great with red. Right. Yeah. So maybe it's her. Maybe it was like. Maybe, she went to in, props and she's like, like, hey, prop, guys. Pop. You're like, Joss said blue. She's like, no. No. I know it works. Show. I do red. <laughs> I do red. I do red sheets. <laughs> Only the red sheets. Well, apparently, speaking of her saying no, mm-hmm. she talked back to Joss Whedon and said, I don't think that Buffy would sleep with Parker that fast. That she was still getting over Angel. And Joss was like, people in college make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Like people mm-hmm. make bad decisions, but yeah, apparently she did fight back a little on the Parker thing. Mm. Mm. That's interesting. 
Because uh, it, let's say Parker, just for the sake of argument, yeah. wasn't full of shit. He, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm on board with you guys. I think he, this is mm-hmm. a line. This is a game he does, and I, he's just doing his thing in college, yeah. right? But if he was, if he was sincere, in that last dialogue, if he had addressed Buffy's concern, yeah. like, oh, I had no idea, would that change anything? For for anyone in that situation, if he's like, oh, I had no idea. I thought this was a casual thing. You clearly had no feelings for me. Right. I'm so sorry, but I'm still gone. Is that make it better? I, I, I think it does. Here, I think it does make it better because here he's framing it as like I was always right. You're just this dumb little idiot, yeah. and she does feed into it because God, I've been yeah. there where you automatically are like, what's wrong with me? What did mm-hmm. I do? When like the guy was kind of or the other person was kind of just treating you like shit. Yeah, and you were just like, "Why don't they like me?" Like, I am specifically remembering a moment, uh, uh, probably like seven years ago, mm-hmm. where ugh, I uh, was like dating this guy. I was like seeing him, and I wasn't dating him. We were sleeping together. We were not doing anything dating, but I remember like someone mentioned something about just dating in general yeah and i was like in the vicinity and he was like oh god like i don't want to be dating anyone right now and i remember like feeling like so stupid yeah and like so embarrassed and i just and then fuck and then i texted him later and was like hey like are you doing anything tonight and um he's like yeah oh god he's like we're going out but like you should bring some friends if you're gonna come and i was like Oh, okay. I was like, um, I don't know. And then I was like, I don't know what my friends are doing tonight. And so it was like a really, I was so embarrassed about how I acted with that. And then, um, and I was like, you know what? Never mind. You're busy. I don't want to deal with that. And he's like, I'm busy. Just because I don't answer right away doesn't mean he was like, I I don't have my phone on me 24 seven. And I was like, so embarrassed. Mm. It was awful. I, that's so embarrassing. So I really felt for Buffy there. Yeah, no. but also I was so mad at her because I was like, "I've been there. Why are you doing this?" <laughs> but did you turn it on yourself in that situation? Like you're like, "Oh, this is my- me." I like felt embar- did? I was embarrassed because yeah, yeah. I was like, right. "I was like, oh my god, I'm being way too clingy. I'm right. being like too whatever." because well, and also that was during the time when I don't know if you've ever been through this phase, Ryan, but like there's this like desire to be like the cool girl. Yeah. It's a very uh, what was that David Fincher movie? Uh, Gone Girl. Yep. <laughs> where where you're like, I, like, say cool I girl. feel like the cool girl section of that of that book like got sent around like on Tumblr. Like mm-hmm. everybody, re- if you didn't read the book, you still read the like the cool girl idea mm-hmm. because you and it is like, sure you want to be the cool girl. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to. Um, yeah. Nobody wants to be clingy. I think yeah. clingy is the word. Clingy. And it's, I think it's, Needy, there's, there's a reverse that's the, like, I think it's true. It's not like a pure gender thing, but mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. It feels like, uh, as a, I mean, I've only been a woman, so as a woman, like, <laughs> sure. I can't speak, but like as a woman, it, there, yeah, you're constantly trying to check yourself. Yeah. And it also builds up, it keeps you in things longer than you should be because you're like, okay, well. If I keep my, if I don't show my cards, mm-hmm. maybe he has secret cards yeah. that he's not showing. Like maybe yeah. he has feelings. Like because Parker, on one hand, is being. I mean, he doesn't say I'm going to sleep with you and never call you again. But like, he never talks about a relationship with no. her. Yeah. He never talks about 
caring about her or wanting to see her in the future or any of those things. Like, he doesn't have any secret secrets no. about his feelings, secret and feelings. I, and she, I, yeah. I kind of, I'm sorry, I kind of forget how that that night happened. The, they go to the party at right. the Wolf House. The Wolf House. They dance to uh, the Biff Naked song, <laughs> which Jeez. they play in its entirety, which was great because I was singing it and I was like, oh, they're going to cut it off. They don't. I got to sing the whole thing. Yeah. So I don't know a lot if there was dialogue in that scene. I missed it. <laughs> You're just, just jamming we, to uh, Biff Naked. I love that song. I'd forgotten yeah. about yeah. that song, but I love that song. Um, um, she's wearing that backless top that oh, looks like it's great. Yeah, it's a great top. Good thing Buffy doesn't drive because doesn't it look like it'd be so uncomfortable <laughs> to drive in? Like with the back. Yeah. Oh no. god. Especially on a hot, dry day. Ooh, oh, oh, hot oh, and dry. Just, ah. Oh, ah, ah. <laughs> no, she walks everywhere. It's cool. She walks everywhere. <laughs> but when she takes off that coat, I was like, I know what you're doing. Buffy. Yeah, she mm-hmm. knows you what she's doing. Have a great back, and you're yeah. Trying so they to show dance, and then I think then they go back to his place, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. she's like. And he's like, are you sure or something? Yeah. And she's like, I'm making a choice. And then you no, know, she grabs his face say? with both hands and he's like, what are you doing? Oh, that's and what she's right. like, I'm making a choice. Now we're going to do slow, very still lovemaking, <laughs> gentle kissing Whoa. on the red sheets. Yeah. Broadcast TV. Yeah. 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 Broadcast um, TV, teenage lovemaking. Yeah. I guess they're kind of adults, whatever. Sort of. And now time for a quick break. Have you ever been listening to NPR and thought to yourself... Gosh, I love the human interest aspect, the dulcet voices of the hosts, the promise of totes, but I just hate how true it all is. That's where we come in. It's This American Lie, an hour of improvised NPR. We're a lot like that other show, but we make it all up in front of a live audience every second Saturday at the Nerdist School stage. Find show and ticket information at NerdistSchool.com or catch the podcast on the Nerdist School Network. Search for us on iTunes. Yes, I understand where she's coming from, 100%. Mm-hmm. But he is not making any promises beyond, like, he's like, hey, I'm just a journeyman. This is, I'm, yeah. just, I'm oh, just going God. through life, gathering experiences, putting him in my pocket. <laughs> just hanging out. Yeah, just, just hanging like, out. Just doing it. And then she's like, hey, let's have sex. And he's like, yeah, let's do that. And I'll buy you coffee in the morning. Yeah. Like, what? I'm not <laughs> defending him, but I guess I kind of am because, like, yeah, I mean, I feel like you're coming out <laughs> strong, team. Team Parker. I'm here. not Team Parker. Here's the thing. He is. He could be more empathetic to her in the aftermath. Yeah. But I think in, especially in college, because especially between underclassmen and upperclassmen, there can be this like difference in um, attitude about sex mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. relationships. So like, and even as adults, there is. But there are people who only have sex within relationships. And so mm-hmm. a sex is a signal that they are in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And there are people who just enjoy sex. And enjoy yeah. having sex with people that they like as people mm-hmm. and aren't trying to have anything else. Like, yeah, I, I, I agree that there are people that there are different people that 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 view relationships and sex differently. I would say that maybe they're too young, but I think the onus is on Parker to be like, this is the kind of person that I am. Like, I, I, I am not looking for like. I feel like going, yeah. I mean, I don't know. They're like feeling the moment. Yeah. Like and he says song. like, I'm, I live in the now. He says that. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm telling you, you live in the now. It's just not... written on his hands. Yeah. <laughs> I live well, in the now. Let's go move down to number four here. I live, <laughs> I in, live the in the now. now. Oh, I have a now. nice car and I already did that one. No. And I think here's the thing. His attitude after shows such a lack of empathy toward her. Mm-hmm. And. Like Chris said, that he doesn't go, oh, my gosh, I'm sorry that we miscommunicated. Mm-hmm. That wasn't what this was. Shows makes me think less of him. 
Yeah. That's where he loses me. Right. Is if he is this experienced journeyman. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, Buffy's reaction immediately be a signal like, oh, she thought this was more. Mm -hmm. Right. So even if he handled it like a jerk, he should have had some response like, oh, I just play around, yeah. you know, something, yeah. right? No, he's not, he didn't even acknowledge that she no. was reacting this way. No, he, he, yeah, he refused to even acknowledge the fact she was upset. Right. And he was like, wait, didn't you have fun? I had fun. Right. I was like, you're disgusting. <laughs> also, like, I saw what you guys were doing. That didn't no one was having fun. fun. No one was having fun. Okay, barely who do you think? It's just hovering I... with just lips touching and gentle face touching. I'm going to posit something, and I think you guys might disagree. Oh, God. What is it? I think of the three couplings that the weirdest best sex was with Anya and Xander. Weirdest best? That's my hypothesis. It was Anya and Xander? Because uh... he went from almost indifferent to her. Yeah. To squeezing a yeah a, a juice box. <laughs> no, not just like looking at her naked, but like after yeah. that, he invites her to how. I mean, we are not doing chronological today, no, but like but that's he true. invites her to the part. Like he becomes it. He turns on her, and maybe it's easy sex or whatever. But I think he. I don't know. I feel like I'm sure they have great chemistry. Yeah, because here's the thing. You guys didn't fight me as much as you would. I thought you were going to be like, no, Harmony and Spike did it good. Well, well that's vampires. It kind of has an, an asterisk, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. That's like different. And also, well, I don't know. Wait, I was you guys didn't about, spend all night thinking about this? Well, I was thinking about like <laughs> delusion, right? The de- there's probably a lot of delusion happening during the sex because you know that yeah. Spike is like picturing Drusilla when he's fucking Harmony or, or someone else that we will not mention yet. Um, could I actually ask a question on that topic? Yeah, so sure. vampires don't have souls. Right. No. But they have feelings and emotions. Yes. They're like sociopaths. Okay. That's what I think. <laughs> okay. Right? Like so he still can love. Right. But he... possessively. Gotcha. Well, I think it's, it, I think of it the same way, like, you know how ghosts, when they first become ghosts, they have like mostly. <laughs> you know how ghosts. <laughs> okay. But like, like from your experience as a ghost, <laughs> right, right. you know, like when you're first a ghost, oh right. my God, you have like so <laughs> many emotions. It is so embarrassing. Hey. So embarrassing. Oh okay. my God. Everybody <laughs> knows you're a ghost. <laughs> Fiction in fiction, right, right, right. both when they first die, they're like almost human. They still have other feelings, and then it gets perverted into a lot of times, like whether it's love or hate or anger He's or sadness. It be that thing gets ratcheted up to eleven, mm-hmm. and it's no longer like a reasonable human. They like lose all reason. Mm-hmm. So it's like pure emotion on one hand, but it's also like a very selfish love. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So I don't want to invalidate. Uh, Harmony's feelings, but then Spike in this in your theory, mm-hmm. he's way further along in that scale than she oh, is. Oh, yeah. sure, she's so recent. More, yeah, so she still is very. I don't want to say human, but I guess she's more human than Spike yes. is right mm-hmm. now. Okay, but I mean that's my that's my no. I like that, theory. and I also like, like I think as the series goes on, mm-hmm. we see much more of a fleshing out of like that vampires are pretty close to humans, except for that they're evil. Like they can still feel betrayal, they can still feel sadness mm-hmm. and. Whatever. I feel like at the beginning, minus Angel because he's special because right. he's cursed and has a soul. I, I felt and like at the beginning and has killer abs. Oh my god, cheese grater. Cheese. <laughs> Whoa. He's got a one hundred and sixty-five pack. <laughs> yeah, it's like so many packs covered <laughs> shoulders. Has shoulders. So hip <laughs> His packs have packs. <laughs> that boy's some bubble wrap. Um. But we like see. I feel like we had a much more like, and we're seeing this with all demons and vampires. Mm-hmm. But we had like much more like black and white. Like okay, they're either evil or they're yeah. not. Mm-hmm. And then now with this, and then also with Angel, we're seeing like that they are much more 
clo- they're closer to humans than we originally thought. Yes, which, but they are evil. But the sh- show, I think, we still have Buffy staking vampires without giving them any kind of morality test. Well, she has to. She has to stick to that. So I think Buffy the show versus maybe an, another show in the same universe could explore the shades harder than Buffy mm-hmm. can because she still has to be able to like murder. I mean, she's. I mean, jumping to the very end of the next episode, but she stomps on that demon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't like check to see if the demon has can do anything like that mm. demon might not be a threat and no. she just fucking murders it yeah, I know. murders she it. she steps on it yeah with her shoe and i've been noticing mm-hmm. lately uh how active the rest of the scooby gang is mm-hmm. in staking vampires yes with the same disregard yeah and, and it, I, they have to i guess they ha- kind of have to look at it that way right yeah. and not to not to this isn't a spoiler but uh i'll just okay. I won't say it's a case well i was just gonna say spike is may or may not well i don't say anything okay. oh my gosh <laughs> you can come back because spike's story is not done so you spike's, can come back uh, spike's story is not later done in story we can talk more about right, right right but uh i think spike's character is one example mm-hmm. of the show exploring yes yes what a vampire really can be yes, yes. how about that i i love is that, that safe okay. great that's yeah totally, I think safe. That's totally true. and the show doesn't I'm gonna do put this... like the jackpot down right <laughs> yeah and the show doesn't do this as it'll do it at different phases of the show um, but there's also like there's humans can be evil too. Oh, yes, yeah. and humans can do things um, that they don't deserve to be forgiven for or whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's lots. Speaking of, of which, there are no army guys in the first episode of this of these two. Right. They show I'm up sure in they Fear the second. Well, yeah. Near the beginning of Fear itself. Yeah. Well, we don't anymore. see any uni- anyone in uniform. In uniform. Well, there 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 is people in uniform in Fear itself that cross. Yes. Their yes. Yes. With guns, which, with and guns. I don't know if it's like just because of this last week, but it was like, I was like, you're just running around yeah, with guns with on the guns streets on the of street. a campus? Like, oh, stop it. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I, we can cut that. No. <laughs> I, was like, I wish I hadn't said that out loud. No, it's okay. Uh, but that is where my brain went. Oh. Oh, what's up? I wanted to talk about, oh, the when Parker is, <laughs> you can see like that Buffy's like, oh my God, you're talking exactly to me. And mm-hmm. he's like, man, you know, history is just about people and it's just like, people struggling and she was like that's my life like i do these historic <laughs> things but i'm also living as a girl and i felt like it was so like everything he was saying was so on the nose with her but like everybody thinks that everybody thinks that like but she actually is living it right no, but like she's yeah. an actual hero but like we all relate to that feeling <laughs> like, right God, we're making history with Hellmouthy, but we're just people sitting in a room no we're just like sand on the beach but like sometimes you're a special flake of sand Flake of sand. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of sand metaphors uh, today. A lot yeah. of desert. Hot and dry. Hot and dry sand. Hot, dry, and sandy. Mm. That's the name of my bordello. <laughs> What's a bordello? I believe it is a whorehouse. Great. But like a yes. fancy way to say it. Right. Oh, is it? Instead of saying whorehouse. Yeah. I'm going to the bordello. Oh. Is it French? That sounds French. All right. It sounds Italian to me. Bordello. <laughs> Bordello. Bordello. <laughs> um, okay, one thing that is minor, but mm-hmm. we have to address. I will sure. feel bad if we don't. Great. Um, and it's only in one scene, but did you guys see the shirt that Devin wore? I wrote it <laughs> in my notes. Half, I wrote half shirt mid-wrist. <laughs> <laughs> and, I usually... and it has a flag on it. <laughs> yeah. 
It's Lots like, of belly buttons. Yeah. I think it's from the little boys section at Kmart. <laughs> See, I like the thought that he bought it full length and yeah. went home and cut it Ooh, with scissors. Is good. He's like, I got to show off this well, gut. Yeah. Ooh, it's ooh. weird, too, because, like, yeah, he has he does not have 128 back. <laughs> no. He's got two. He's also, like, an attract. Like, yeah. his face sells it. He's a he's a face of a band with a good face. Yeah. Like, what does he? He does not need to push any envelopes. No, I know. He's. <laughs> we got uh, it. Well, if you think about it, they've been playing at least for three years, two years, right? Yeah. So he's trying to up the ante. Well, he's, they're probably like, okay, it's like make it or break it kind of moment, you know? <laughs> Oz is kind of doing his own thing. Put it I, all out there. I, I got, maybe try serve some belly. I don't know. <laughs> they are about to like, go to LA. You know what would be kind of like weird but kind of cool if I showed show my belly at the next show? <laughs> and Oz would be like, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, do it. And he's like, great. Yeah, all right. I mean, perfect, because I already started cutting this shirt. <laughs> I like it better if you just showed up in that belly shirt. No one said anything to him. There's like, no huh. one mentioned it. It just moved on. Then he went home and just thought about it. Mm-hmm. Like, no one even saw Like, right it. before they fell asleep, they're like, that belly shirt. <laughs> Wake up with a start. Yeah. God. Um, oh, and then there was a very, like, when Buffy, like, wakes up from that one night stand, yeah. there's a very, like, everything looks harsh in the light of day thing. When yeah. she's, like, seeing the clothes on the ground, she's like, oh, God, what mm-hmm. did I do? I mean, do? his, somehow he got a single in one of those huge dorm rooms. Yeah, he got a single. It's, yeah. like, as big as my apartment. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> it's, it's a huge. big it's room. It's huge. Um, And he does not keep it well. No, it's disgusting and dirty. He's it's- messy college guy. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, he's too busy living his life, being a journeyman. <laughs> All I- he's got is some, what is it? Warm cola. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was Warm soda and breath mint. <laughs> uh, breath mint wouldn't be, I wouldn't mind a breath mint right now. And then she's like, but right now, kiss me. <laughs> kiss me with my dirty breath and then give me some coffee. You should join the fraternity that's in the next episode where they're like, every holiday is about getting laid. Yeah. Except Arbor Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have ladyless arms. And they said that. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, I also. There's another version of this episode that I wrote in my brain Great. while watching this where that she wakes up in that room and mm-hmm. Parker comes back and then he just turns out to be just like a regular 20-year-old boy who like is dirty oh. and like is just like not very interesting. <laughs> just like checks his email. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I got to write this paper. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just would have been, that would have also been fun for me. Yeah, I just got off the phone with my mom. Because uh, right now, like, he feels like a logical next step after Angel. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. like, I like the idea of her going so normal. Yeah. Which she's, she doesn't really sample normal very often. No. She's, um, she th- tries to, or at least she thinks she, she makes does. efforts. Right. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. They also, like, so this entire time, Spike is back in mm-hmm. town. Yeah. Because he's looking for the gem of Amara, mm-hmm. which makes vampires in, invincible. In, yeah. Invincible. Mm-hmm. They are invincible. Oh, Mayor yeah. They are level invincible. Yeah. Nothing like can kill impervious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was really fun to watch Harmony's chess. Yeah. That was cool. Um, and so, like, it keeps cutting back and forth. There was mm-hmm. a part where it was, cut, like, doing really fast cuts between yeah. him searching for this uh, gem and Buffy, like, looking for love, I guess. Yeah. And it was very, like, it gave me the vibe of, like, they're both searching for this, like, m- mythical thing yeah. that... They don't really know what it is, but they know that if they get it, then they'll be set. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funny you say that because when Spike they get in that little treasure room, yeah. he puts on the big pendant, mm-hmm. yeah. and she thinks, "Ah, this is the thing." But it mm-hmm. turns out to be this tiny little ring. Yeah, that he puts on. His yeah, and that 
again, not that I always watch the show rewriting in my mind, but <laughs> I like the idea that it was something he didn't notice mm-hmm. and that like Harmony could be wearing it for five episodes. It'd be amazing. You know what I mean? Like, how cool would that have been? That would be really cool. But instead, we this is actually the beginning of a crossover with Angel. Yeah. Because after the big sun fight, which that fight was good. Yeah, it was Mm -hmm. a good fight. It was well choreographed. Yeah, it looked awesome. Mm -hmm. It was really good looking. Um, And then... Sun fight. Buffy gets... Well, we don't usually get to see Buffy fight in the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And she retrieves the ring and then sends it along to her boy, Angel. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, he he just kind of runs away... Did she Spike? not? Yeah. Did she well, not have an opportunity to stake him, or does she did? And it, it previous, right? Right. It, right. right. And then she rips it right off. And she's of like, him. "Burn, motherfucker!" What yeah. And then, and then he's like, "Little later, you!" <laughs> and then like jumps into and some shit. As shaft. much as she fights him, <laughs> he does a couple of jumps like that. Yeah. By the way, yeah. in There's a couple of like jumping into holes. <laughs> Harmony does it. Oh my god, Harmony does it when she's like, "I'm sad," and they're like, "Where did Spike go?" And she's like, "Bye," and like just. Hops into a hole. I'm like, oh fuck, that hole's been there this whole time. <laughs> we should have covered that up before we talked to her. Um, that was pretty delightful. Yeah. Um, what were you saying? Um, she does not fight to kill with Spike. No, in the way she does with another time. That's what. Yeah, that's what I noticed. Uh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and is it because she doesn't really see him as a threat, or is it because she? I don't know. I've always seen them as dual characters mm-hmm. like he is doing a lot of what she's doing yes from just on the darker side. well and they side. did the last time he saw they saw each other they were working together yeah that's true um and i think it's sort of what we were talking about before in that she does believe in his love for drew yeah and does see him as more than just a demon and so she can't kill him as easily as she can kill a rando yeah demon. and i think because she does see that part mm-hmm. of him um, and that kind of like wars with her, I, like what she is trying to force herself to think of demons yeah. as, um, which is why in in her interactions with him so far and in the future, she will like outwardly tell him how disgusting she finds him mm-hmm. and like how evil he is and yeah. how worthless he is. Um, and I think maybe that's just her trying to say it to make it so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's I, thinking about it now, he's kind of helped out more than once. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, for his own selfish reasons, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm mean, not that she sees him as an ally in any sort of way, but yeah, maybe there's just a different, like you're saying, maybe Angel's influence on her mm-hmm. makes her think about Spike just a little bit differently. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, my One of my favorite moments of this episode was definitely when Xander finds Giles' television. Yeah. yeah. And Willow's reaction. Yeah. She's so betrayed. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I actually laughed out loud at Oz's line. Okay, either I'm borrowing all your albums or I'm moving in. Yeah, like the most emotion I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, Oz. yeah. <laughs> what if Oz is secretly in love with Giles, and that's been the subtext wow. of the whole series? Like he loves Willow, of course, too. But I'm sure that fiction exists. I'm sure. Okay, <laughs> if it doesn't, uh, hashtag Hellmouthy. Yeah. <laughs> Can we also talk about? Uh, if it hasn't already, uh, post uh, Sunnydale High, Giles is looking a little more Ethan Rain-ish. Yeah. With mm-hmm. his uh, no t-shirt, yeah. uh, collared shirt buttoned down just a couple buttons. Yeah. yeah. I think he's kind of prowling, too. He is. Oh, he is, he's he's exercising. He comes in and he's like wearing his hoodie and his sweatpants. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when we, and when we had the like, and I, I just didn't remember, but we had the montage to le- We Are the Lucky Ones. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he had any, again, I don't know if he had lies I was singing, but when we saw him, I kept expecting like a woman to be in 
his oh, house. Sure. Yeah. Like it felt like in the sex montage, Giles would also be getting some. Yeah. I mean, he was, um, I think Olivia came back into his life. Yes. And he was like, okay, I need to look good. Well, so and he, he has no job. Yeah. So what is he going to yeah. do? He's not doing anything. He's going to drink protein shakes and go running. Sit-ups. He's going to do sit-ups. Lots of sit-ups. Squats in the living room. Okay. Yeah. This is the next episode. But also, J- Joyce doesn't consider Giles one of her boyfriends. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> she skips right over. She goes from yeah. robot to yeah. now. And I'm like, Joyce, there you had a detour. In I think England. she was like, I can't. She's like, I can't bring it up to Buffy. It was so traumatic for us to even touch on it before. I, she she was does so say mad. his name like two sentences later. And she's mm-hmm. like, you've got Mr. Giles and your friends. Mm-hmm. So I, maybe she's like, Buffy, just like connect those dots yeah. for me. Like, don't make me. <laughs> don't, don't make, make me, me talk about it. But we haven't seen Joyce as happy as she was when she was her teenage self with Giles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I wrote down when she was uh, doing that talk to mm-hmm. Buffy, I wrote down, circle of friends. Where are they, Joyce? <laughs> she does not have friends. We don't see them, but she also doesn't spend that much time with Buffy. No, she doesn't. So. And her last friend was crazy with that mask. Oh, yeah. <laughs> crazy with that mask. <laughs> that more, more, yeah. More, yeah. More. Yes. Okay. Pam. 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 <laughs> Pam. She's like, let's make some enchiladas. Oh, Pat. It was Pat. And I do know it's broadcast TV, but yeah. I genuinely did not realize they had sex on that police hood because they just kind of make yeah, out a little bit and it just pans but, away but i guess yeah. they they did twice <laughs> yeah i felt like when i yeah yeah they did i mean yeah they, she said or they, she said yeah. that right or yeah. Giles did. yeah she said it so she heard it in their minds yeah buffy right. heard it from joyce's mind <laughs> oh god <laughs> okay do we feel good about the harsh light of day yeah i mean we didn't talk that much about xander and anya but we can kind of keep talking about them and well sure i mean so I feel like Anya is she's like stripped of all of the like stuff that makes Buffy not say what she's thinking. Mm-hmm. That makes people think say what not yeah. say what they're thinking. And Xander is fairly uh honest as well yeah. with her. And I feel like their honesty with each other except for the part where she thinks so she starts to decide like I have to act human and mm-hmm. a thing in acting human is hiding your feelings. Yeah. And so when she says like I'm over you that's a hiccup mm-hmm. in what happens with them. And honestly, like, honestly, I value honesty. I, I felt like major props to Xander when he is like, look, I'm just gonna be honest with you. Like, I we went on one date and now we're here. And then after they had sex, he was like, I like seeing you is not bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I actually appreciated his, he doesn't play games. That's what it is. I don't play games. I don't like people who play games. I don't play games. <laughs> I think it's true, but it's also, I, and this is where I was kind of relating to Xander. Like Xander sort of doesn't know what to do when someone likes him more than they than he likes them. Yeah, it's a weird place. Like for it's him, yeah, right? he's. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's ever had that experience because like his thing with Cordelia was so like bicker, 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 yeah. make out, and his you know everyone else we've seen it, it's not it's never been one sided or uh, more. He's never had hand, right? And also he's never had. Someone so unabashedly like him. Yes. Because Cordelia for sure cared about him a lot. Oh, sure. But she was too proud to ever be right. like. He's like unnerved by it. Mm-hmm. But he is still honest, which is a totally a good thing. But it's also he's 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 kind of he's a weirdo about mm-hmm. it. He's super weird Any, you know, much like Buffy, his past sexual experiences haven't been the best. No, it's no. true. Uh, so oh, I'm sure safe. this. Yeah, I'm sure this Anya experience was kind of like 
they didn't show it, but it, <laughs> no, it, didn't it was seem... the weirdest, best sex of the episode. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get into too much detail, but I'm sure it was very straightforward. Yeah. <laughs> right. Very like we do this. We mm-hmm. do this. Are you done? I am done. I feel like Anya's seen things. And yeah, and sure. I don't think either of them would have any shame and do. I don't think there was like, I'm, I'm sure it was awkward. Right. But it, I doubt that it was like, um, self-conscious. Sure. No, exactly. Sure, sure. Yeah. Right. And I think also Xander needed at that time someone that was going to tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Anya was going to tell him what to do. Right. Because she, she has no qualms about yeah. saying. Even when she was like, I think face to face for the event itself. <laughs> like, I love that. That like line was so funny. It was. <laughs> well and she even brings up like we will both be satisfied yeah this is how this is gonna go yeah yeah i feel like if great did it the normal way it would take a while for a girl to say that to him oh for sure um but yeah okay so now we talked about anya mm-hmm. um oh i know i re- i said nice things about Parker, or not nice things i was diplomatic to mm-hmm. parker um but when in the confrontation with Buffy, when he says my ego is fragile to her, mm. I was like, not the time. Not the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. take your, like, stop being all about Parker for one half second. No. <laughs> she does not care about your ego. Impossible. You blew right. her off. I kind of wish she was just like, honestly, do you want to talk about it? I've never, I've never been so still for so long. <laughs> I wish she had said, your ego's fragile. How's your finger? And grabbed his pointer finger. And <laughs> it all the back. What the fuck, Ryan? She's Buffy. <laughs> she could do it. Because you know you she was holding her? back. Whatever. Yeah. Anyway. Um, I think she was so surprised by that reaction, right? Yeah. No, she was shocked. Because I think, to go back to my earlier point, Angel would have been like, you know, totally yeah. like, oh, oh my God. Or mm-hmm. maybe yeah. she expected a normal human to have that reaction. Mm-hmm. But he was, yeah. like you were saying, so much about himself. Ugh. He was doing like a... He was like kind of gaslighting her. He was mm-hmm. he was doing mm-hmm. a lot of like uh, like emotionally abusive shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. Guys, I was reading this article about how to deal. I'm such a fucking hypochondriac. How to deal with malignant narcissists. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was reading through it. And then at the end of the article. So I'm like both a hypochondriac and a narcissist. Because I was uh-huh. like, I think I'm a malignant narcissist. <laughs> oh, no. Like, am, I, am I a narcissist? I don't know. Okay. I don't think I am. I'd have to read the article. I don't think you are. But I don't know what. There were. The okay. Said. Most of the things I don't do. Okay. But there was one thing that apparently they will like take one behavior and well, it's usually in confrontations and mm-hmm. I don't really do this, but I think them in my head where it's like they take one behavior and make an overgeneralization about how you are based on that behavior. When they're saying they'll say that to you, but they'll say that to you. I don't say that, but sometimes people will do things and I'm like, oh, I know what you're about. Yeah. But I think no, I'm not saying I've no said about you, but like I could see a person doing that. That makes sense. I think that's really hard not to do. Right. I mean, yeah, to tie back to to Buffy. Yeah. It's really hard to not, I mean, Angel turns into this rampaging yeah. beast after sex. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's kind of natural. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not I a narcissist. Don't you're not narcissist. Know. You're not. I mean, Guys, if anything, um, you're a benign narcissist. Kelly, you're the best. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I was seriously afraid that. I was like, oh my God, what if I am? I think, I think thinking about it is because here's the thing. I think a narcissist would read that article and then diagnose everyone else in their life as narcissistic mm-hmm. and be like, everyone does this to me. I see. Do you know what I mean? Yes. No, you're right. So like, I don't think you are. I think it's true, healthy actually. to think about those things. Mm-hmm. It's like good to read that. And then I looked your I mean, I'm all about self-reflection, mm-hmm. but I think an actual narcissist would diagnose other people. Yeah. 
Actually, you're right. Because one of the things in the article yeah. was like, um, they always look at how other people treat them mm-hmm. and not how they affect the outside world. So. Fucking narcissists. Narcissists. I've got a little of that. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> yeah, one more quick thing about uh, yeah. uh, this episode. If you were a viewer and were just missed a lot of the subtext, mm-hmm. I love the last shot of the three women yeah. walking yeah. in that little triangle yeah. pattern. Mm-hmm. Like, So you really understand like, oh, the, this is kind of yes. what, really what the episode's about. Yeah. Right. About, yes. And that they're like, they don't seem to be going anywhere. It's just they're doing this triangle thing. Yeah. Just walking, just trying walking. to figure it out. Yeah. Right? By themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because really, we're all alone, right? Right, when we die. But like, also, like you, you experience everything through your lens. And sure. you experience everything by yourself. And even if you have a shared experience, you're still just experiencing that yourself. This narcissism thing <laughs> is uh, going great. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. I think it's easier. I don't think you experience everything. You can share feelings and experiences. Yeah, no. Yes, you can. I felt connections with people. I, 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 I don't not feel connections to people. <laughs> I think that when you're rejected, especially in a, re- I don't. Here, this is a weird one. I'm going to say. Okay. In a relationship, uh-huh. I think a, a lot of it you're experiencing by yourself. <laughs> no, okay, but like for these three women, these kinds of that experience of like being mistreated or being, you know, being. Uh, uh, rejected. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that is a solitary experience. Oh, for you sure. You can't because you can't share that. So I guess re- rejection is a solitary experience because mm-hmm. well, they're that. disconnected. Yeah, which inherently right would right. feel yeah. solitary. You can't you can't share that with another person. Even they couldn't share it with each other. Even no, because they're even if they even if they were friends, they couldn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, rejection sucks. Yeah, yeah, um, it does, and it leads to post Parker depression. Yeah. Oz was feeling really good about that one. Yeah, <laughs> he, was he, really was, he had that in his pocket. The second he found out about Parker being awful, he He's was like, like uh, "Buffy's." I hope Buffy gets sad about this because I want to. I got, I got one. I, I got one. one. I got one. I gotta go. Oh. <laughs> he was like holding his breath that entire time. I think he even looks around when he says yeah, "post Parker depression. depression," like looking for <laughs> like <laughs> that high five. Give it to me. <laughs> um. So she, yeah, she's like refusing to carve her pumpkin because she's too sad. Oh, there was this small thing that happened. She's also holding the pumpkin gut. Yeah. No, but there is a part that she... No, 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 no worries. Um, she, like, she's like squeezing the goo. And then she's like, all right, I got to go. And then she touches her hair. And I was like, Bummy, you have pumpkin in your hair now. And she plays it off. She's just like, I got to get out. There's pumpkin in my hair. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Um, uh, she's like squeezing it between her. You know, have you ever yeah. squeezed pumpkin guts in your hand? Yeah, yeah. Like of course. It pops out between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your, yeah, yeah. She's doing that, and then she's and then like, she touches her hair. Go. Yeah, <laughs> brushes her hair back, and she walks by herself through the streets of Sunnydale past that one intersection yeah. with the one stoplight. Yeah, in the movie theater, right? Yeah, and, right. and the cafe, right? And, and the, the hardware shop. store. <laughs> yeah, the magic shop in the hardware store, and the apartment where that guy got murdered by yep. Faith. Yes, yes, yes. Everything happens there. <laughs> and she gets stopped by a demon, but it's a guy in a costume. So. There's a, there's a lot happening with that. This I, okay. feelings. Let's, let's break this down. Okay, I've got feelings too. I hope I'm hoping some of your feelings are my feelings. You're you just brought your paws together in such a hopeful <laughs> like. Let, let us pray, guys. I saw the witch last night. Have you uh-huh. guys seen no. it? No. It's actually not that scary. Okay. I was laughing a lot during okay. it. Okay. There's just a lot of like Puritans praying to God and like exorcism shit. Oh, nice. Yeah, Puritans don't scare me that much. No. I mean, unlo- like, 
uh, the Crucible is scary to me. Mm-hmm. Well, see, yes, yeah, so that's the thing. I like was, actual witches. I was prayer. yes, exactly. I was hoping it would be more like, um, everybody gets crazy when there's enough paranoia. And like, have you guys seen the Devils that play? Mm-mm. I don't think so. Um, it's just about like how like witchcraft yeah. can be like personal vendettas, and then also that power and mob mentality and all that. Right. I was hoping for that. It's not so much. It's like a witch. It's a witch. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? All right. Well, I mean, it's gross. Like, there's some creepy imagery, but yeah. like. And I'm generally more scared of humans killing each other. Me too. Than supernatural. I think that's why I can. Yeah. I There are very, very few episodes of Buffy that genuinely scare me. Yeah. And for those, it's usually creepy imagery mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Um, Break it down. Yeah. This incident. Okay. So the guy jumps out. Uh-huh. Why are you jumping out at somebody Number in your one. mask? Don't and do it's that. it's not Halloween yet. Right. No. <laughs> we're leading up to Halloween. Yeah, right? it's like the 30th or the 29th. It's, there's nobody on the street. There's nobody on the Number street. Number two. He's been the, waiting there for hours. Doesn't he also growl? <laughs> yeah, he, he comes out he's like, Rawr. he just bought the thing at the Halloween like, store. Gotta test it out. <laughs> and by the way, he's not wearing a costume. No, it's just, just a mask. demon mask and then like a shirt and pants. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, got some jeans on. Mm-hmm. And I got my sneakers on. Sneakers. <laughs> he jumps out. He's like, Wah! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what was his end game? Was it just hoping to like terrify somebody? Or maybe like make friends with a cute blonde girl? Oh, okay. And she's okay. like, oh my God, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Let's be friends. Like I picture his calves like burning. <laughs> and he's like, it's like oh, a- thank God. <laughs> oh, she's a cute blonde girl. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Pop physique workout. He's just squatting. <laughs> Oh, maybe he has a video camera set up. And it's like old school scare VHS cam. Oh, yeah. scare cam. Right, it's a SVHS. Yes. Or a uh, okay. Super 8. Oh, so, yeah. okay, so he says into the camera, scare cam. <laughs> Three hours go by. I'm just squatting. <laughs> he hears a noise, jumps out. It's just a cat. He's like, uh, uh. And it goes back. It goes back in the bushes. Scare cam. Scare cam, scare cam. I'll just recut it from here. Um, Yeah, that guy. I was like, why are you doing this? I did not understand his end game there. Okay, are those all your notes about this? Oh, the, the, well, then she, have, punches then she punches him. Then she punches him. him. And then he says, lady, what's your problem? <laughs> yes. I think, and he's a he's a person of color. Yeah. There were more black dudes with lines in yes. this episode, in this episode than probably all of season three. Yeah. yeah. It was like, oh, you, so you do know that you can <laughs> yeah. cast black people. Yeah, right. yeah. It was such, I was like, okay, like. I don't, I mean, I, I guess now that I've thought about it, I'll think about it in the future. I was like, is this a sea change? Because I, I feel like it is. Olivia yeah. is also, oh, that's right? that's true. Olivia yeah. was in earlier in the season. Because, and we talked, we haven't talked about but it in it's a long also, time, but like the first season we talked about how there's really no reason that everybody's so white in Sunnydale. Yeah. It's a fictional town. Yeah. I also like, the thing that I didn't like about the casting was mm-hmm. that like, and also with Olivia, Olivia is just seen as like a sex mm-hmm. symbol, kind of. Yeah. So it's like placing persons of color either in sex, mm-hmm. killing them off, or having them fuck up, or having them jump out at women on the street. <laughs> and like that, I was kind of like, why? I mean, the Black Ranger doesn't do anything bad when he shows up. I thought that was him. Yeah. Ranger. Oh. Oh, from Power Rangers. The first, the original cast. He was of he was both a black guy playing a ranger. Yeah, right? and, yeah. he was the black. Was black he really ranger. a ranger in the in this episode? No, no, no. no. Sorry. Oh. Power Ranger. Blow my one mind. No, he, he was, was a wearing Power a Power Ranger. Ranger no, mask. no, he was a Power Ranger. <laughs> I, and I, when I call him the Black Ranger, I would call him the Blue Ranger if he was the Blue Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Wait, so but yeah, he just he just is helping set up for the party, right? But he we don't see him. He, isn't he a like a different guy gets murdered later? Yeah, no, but he's like, here's this book I found. So they're either messing up. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I also I I'm like on that, high alert right now. Okay, I am sure, like looking sure. for and we can things. we yeah. can we can pick it. I think that that part, the part of the guy helping set up the party, being like, "What holiday isn't a day to get laid?" Yeah, that guy was not written with any sub. I don't right. I mean, I don't know how he was cast. So maybe it was like subtextual. This guy's a fuck up. Make sure he's a person of color. <laughs> but like, I, you're right that he's not the hero. But the only heroes in this episode, none of the cannon fodder do heroic things. Because like the head yeah. of the fraternity also, he dies. Right. Yeah. And he becomes a demon. Yeah. Right. There are a lot of people that die mm-hmm. in this. There are a lot of people that die in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It was weird to me, given how they've shown frats in the past. Uh-huh. These these frat guys look like cool guys you could hang out with. Yeah, I mean they just they seem weren't normal. I mean compared to the little... serpent, the serpent frat. <laughs> comparatively serpent, <laughs> serpent frat. Did you guys hear about this serpent serpent, serpent frat fraternity? They worship the snakes. They worship the snakes, and they A were snake all like in particular. They were all like date rapist douchebag yeah, right. guys. I was gonna say they're very broy. They were very broy yeah. and like gross. So it's like this frat. I was like, I would go to a frat party. Really? Then. I don't know. That I was, one guy, I the Arbor Day guy. I was like, <laughs> before you can legally I drink, will. what do you do? Yeah. You go to frat parties. Yeah, it's true. Or you go to the bronze. No, you don't. <laughs> you would. You, how lame would be if you went to UC Sunnydale and you had friends who grew up in Sunnydale and they're like, yeah, we just go to this like coffee house where teenagers hang out. <laughs> they <laughs> serve no. beer. And cupcakes. And books. <laughs> paperback books. No. It's it just people not... study there. <laughs> it's a multi-use <laughs> room. <laughs> the bronze should have closed, reopened as something else. Yeah. It does feel like a downgrade in this college years for mm-hmm. Buffy and the gang to go there, doesn't it? Yes. I had that same feeling of, Oh, that's where the high school kids hang out. Yeah. Well, Oz was playing this time. Still. It's still. Okay. Though, I just had a thought. Parker hangs out there. And I was like, Parker's an adult. But maybe he hangs out there to meet girls. Yeah. He probably does to meet high school girls. Ugh. Parker. <sighs> gross. Parker, you're gross. Parker's very gross. Ugh. Um. Okay. There's a lot. Of, there's a few, like, racial issues in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um. And again, maybe we're all on high alert. But we also have Giles costume okay that costume was yeah. a mess it was kind of a mess yeah i mean if he said i'm a rug <laughs> or or <laughs> a he's la- wearing yeah he's wearing that sombrero with the tassels right oh or my god a lampshade yeah. or a lampshade. Could be a lampshade and he's wearing like a how do you pronounce that serape serape oh i know what you're talking the, about like yeah. the blanket yeah. it's it's like a blanket poncho mm-hmm. right whatever he's wearing one of those like if he said i'm a rug <laughs> you'd be okay <laughs> then i would be in right. yeah but he was not a rug. He was trying to be a um, Mexican. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, <laughs> guy with a hat. Yeah, that'd be so. I'm a guy with a hat. I'm a guy that went to the thrift store. <laughs> he's wearing the hat, but he's also wearing the poncho. I know. Yeah. He's, and like, it's so the the joke is the outfit. I think the joke is how goofy the outfit is. But yeah, and the swaying. Right. Yes. The little dingly things. Mm-hmm. And maybe it was maybe I'm projecting onto it. Maybe mm, it wasn't I supposed was to be a cultural, li- but it felt a little borderline. Thank God that he didn't put on it like a mustache. Yes. Oh, or have... like a bandolier. Yes. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And said, "We don't need no stinking fun size bags of candy." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't do any accent. Guys. <laughs> no, right. you didn't. Right. Let the record show. Let the record show. <laughs> it was just a live meeting. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I definitely like my ears pricked up, and I was like, uh, huh? Yeah, I mean, it wasn't 
as egregious as the uh, cult. What was that? The party that they had at the bronze where yeah, everyone the cultural dre- day where cultural everybody day. dressed oh, up as different races. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> it's better than that. And I don't think I mean, yeah, I don't think he meant it in any way disrespectful, but it. Yeah. Nobody ever means those things in a disrespectful way. Yes. It's just ingrained. They're racism. just they think it's yeah, it's they think it's hilarious. Um, And I think he gets rid of the sweater later. Mm-hmm. And he's just wearing the hat. Because the hat by itself is just ridiculous. Oh, the swaying. Yeah. With the yeah, the tassels. It's yeah, also very large. It is, it quite is a large, large hat. Very large. I bet you his neck was tired. Um and I think in retrospect of the episode, I do think they were trying to set him up as goofy in the beginning so that when he makes some badass moves later, it stands out some and some badass chainsaw moves. Yeah, he does he brings a chainsaw. That was it's amazing. That was dope as fuck. Yeah, and he so, chains on his way yeah. through a house. So they went from making him like almost like this, like almost impotent, like goofball mm-hmm. weirdo to like, yeah, I can handle it. Like, yeah. I will cut into a house. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's the Ripper again, not, mm-hmm. not to bring back the Ethan Rain era of of yeah. Giles, but this is like, I think he's kind of resisting that. Yeah. And maybe this is a clumsy way of of showing him. Mm-hmm. Like still trying to be Giles in library. No, he's got an effing chainsaw. Yeah. yeah. And he's ripping it open and kicking ass. Yeah. 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 Um, so basically the frat guys are like, we gotta put some dope decorations in here. Let's get this Gaelic <laughs> symbol and Hey, let's draw this because sh- what they're one of their okay, so the the idea is to bring people, mainly chicks, mm-hmm. through a haunted house. So, so they, they can get, get scared yes. so that they're ready to fuck once they get to the party. That doesn't uh, Does that work. Track? No. <laughs> the haunted house idea is cool. The haunted yeah. house idea is super fun. And the idea of going through a haunted house before just a regular frat party, sure. that like elevates the theme party. Because it's true, like frats will party for every holiday that there is. Mm-hmm. But like that elevates the theme party part. Mm-hmm. And sure, I think that anytime someone throws a party and puts a lot of effort mm-hmm. in planning... Mm-hmm. That's a, that's attractive. That's I mean, lovely. Just all those guys working in a concerted yeah. effort. I sure. heard, yeah. But I don't think literally I'm scared. I got scared by thinking I was touching eyeballs. Therefore, I'm more likely to have sex at this frat party. <laughs> I think it's like a war thing where they go through a traumatic <laughs> event and they're, they're like, shaking. they're more. I don't. <laughs> they hand them like uh, coffee and those like silver the runners blankets, <laughs> space blankets. I don't know <laughs> who told them that was a thing. Okay, I you know what? I'm gonna come to defense of this. Okay, party. okay, please do. Um, I do actually remember um guys doing this, or at least that I can't say that it works, but I it is a thing that people yeah. believe. I remember guys like wanting to take girls to scary movies. Oh sh- yes, or like to um uh those like scary mazes that you walk through because then you're like ah, I'm scared. Yes, right. so they want that. So maybe they're thinking that's just maybe gonna jumpstart yes. the touching. Yes, I think that's true. Both about the scary houses and the scary movie thing. Yes, because there's like an, uh, like a oh, cuddle up, I'll protect mm-hmm. you thing. But the key difference there is <laughs> they're with the person during <laughs> the experience. Oh yeah, the, the girls in this area are just walking through all by themselves, getting yeah. freaked out, oh, and then they show up. And then like, there's there's like, so much. His coffee in his face blanket. <laughs> and he goes, take a seat, take a seat on this on the back of this ambulance. <laughs> it's a space blanket. Right. Yeah. That that kind of event would bring people together. That right. makes sense. But 
Yeah. 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 I mean, they're trying something, I guess. Yeah, they're making moves. <laughs> yeah. They, I, I don't know how they haven't cracked Arbor Day. There's so many ways. <laughs> that's, that's it. That should be a, That should be an easy one. Yeah. Tree fort. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know you were going to say fort. I thought you were going to say fort. I thought you were going to say fuck. And then I thought you were going to say fart. <laughs> Tree fart? Yeah, there's like, nothing sexier <laughs> than a tree fart. I, I was so like <laughs> disoriented by that statement. Sorry. No, I liked it. Um, uh, okay, so Buffy is busy. I can't even remember why she skips class. Why does she not go to she class? She doesn't go. She's, she's, she's bummed. Isn't she's she? just sad. She's depressed. She's yeah. I put okay. down. Uh, what did I put down? Uh, she. Uh, what did I... She's just feeling sad. Yeah, personal, still feeling personal rejected. Yeah, yeah, she's still sad. Yeah. So she goes to the psych class where Walsh, Professor Walsh and Riley are there mm-hmm. and asks to pick right after class ends. Yeah. <laughs> like seconds after mm-hmm. class yeah. ends to get the assignments from class. A class that we know Willow yes. is in. I know. And Walsh is very rude to her and it's like, if you miss another class, you're out. I don't get, you know. Obviously, you're not dead, so whatever personal emergency you had is not that important. Which, by the way, it could be like her dad's yeah. dead. Yeah, like right. there's yeah. all kinds of personal emergencies that you can't see on your body, but whatever. Um, though showing up one minute after the class ends yeah. is not very convincing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like no, send an email, mm-hmm. <laughs> visit office hours. Yeah. Right, right, right. Because you're showing that like you just couldn't make that hour block yeah. <laughs> work for you, right. and you're so, here and you're dressed. Yeah, I mean you look great, right? <laughs> you're, yeah, um, but Walsh is rough. She's rude. Yeah, she's rude. Um, Have you ever talked about UC Sunnydale? Like Ben is a really mean. Yes, faculty. Yeah. That other teacher that like mm-hmm. shames her in front of everybody. Like yep. everybody's mean with there. his jar of iced coffee. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I was like, is this 2016? Is that a? <laughs> he could see the future. That's why he was yeah. like, Buffy, I'm not happy with you. Make that mistake. But overall, they're just very, ha- very harsh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So know. mean. And then Riley, in contrast, seems nice because mm-hmm. he's like telling her what kind of person she is, <laughs> telling her how she feels about stuff. Uh, too much fun or uh, not enough? Uh, making sure he knows that whatever she's done, he's been through it before and knows better. <laughs> um, I, I guess what, what I'm saying is, is like, I started off older than her. Yeah. Yeah. Like two years. He's an if he's a TA, he's at least a junior, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Okay. So he's two years older than her. And. I don't know. You're not a fan of Riley. Here's the thing. I, in theory, am a fan of Riley Mm -hmm. because he's, I don't think he's a bad, I think he's a good person Mm -hmm. and I think he tries to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. I think his treatment of Buffy in this context is so condescending. It's super condescending. Mm -hmm. Especially because, and I don't like that she eats it up. Right. I think that's what I don't like. I don't like yeah. that he's condescending and she's a huge sassafras and she doesn't go like, all right, bro, bro, you barely know me. Like, are you going to give me like, she yeah. could sass him, but instead she's like, thank you for understanding me. You know me better than I know myself. And I'm like, no, he doesn't. Yeah. That, and I so think I think that's where it's her reaction to him that I don't dig at this stage. Yes. We have had similar thoughts on this previously mm-hmm. where do we remember um, that smart guy? That reads Emily Dickinson, oh, and he gives her a clock or a watch, <laughs> and he's like, "7 p.m. That's when the uh, 
little hand oh, is God. too oh, past the fire. And she's like, oh, my God, what? <laughs> oh, my God, thank you. She's like, wow. <laughs> I've never had someone explain clocks for me, <laughs> at least not since I was a baby. <laughs> she's like, everyone, he gave me a clock. <laughs> and I remember being so frustrated yeah. with Buffy because I was like, you're smarter than this. Because that's the thing is she believes in herself in a lot of ways mm-hmm. and, and she doesn't, has no faith in her own intelligence. No. And she isn't dumb. No, she's, she's not. not. It just just become just in terms of romance. You think that, that she maybe it's an emotional maturity mm. that she's still going through. I think I think that that makes that makes sense because I, I think she is attracted to people who are intelligent and mm-hmm. worldly and have seen things. Well, yeah, because she has she also has like issues with her dad, sure, yes. which we've seen oh, in geez. this episode. Yeah. yeah, there's some daddy stuff happening. Yeah, um, so I do think I think it's I don't think she would put up with being talked to that talked that way by Xander. Right. No, no, not at all. Um a guy has to come out straight out the gates with that attitude. Yeah. And define like this is what it's gonna be. I'm gonna be above mm-hmm. you and teach you things. And she's yeah. gonna be like, wow. Mm-hmm. I mean that's kind of Parker too. I mean like yeah. I've got a whole lifestyle you don't even know about. Let me, t- let me tell you about taking chances. Ugh. Well has Hellmouthy or the show ever explored how big Sunnydale is? Because I always, yeah. in my mind, watching, especially when I watched the first show, the show the first time, it felt much bigger mm-hmm. than I think it really is. It's pretty small. It's I pretty think. small. Yeah. So I don't, I'm not trying to. I mean, they have a major university. The school seems big. What's weird is the school seems like UCLA size. Or right. Or like mm-hmm. any UC school. It's mm-hmm. like pretty big. But we didn't really hear that much about it when. Like, no, if you right. went to school in Riverside, yeah, you, you would hear about UC Riverside all the time. Sure, yeah. In the summer, people would be gone. You'd be like, there's traffic's I don't know. Yeah. Well, high school kids would be going to parties there. Yeah. Right, right. You would just. Yeah. Yeah. And be like, you know what? I feel like it's like a Merced type of place. I don't know if I know. Merced. You see Merced? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't... it's the new. It, oh, okay. They opened when I was in high school. Okay. So they're very new. Okay. I had very the same new. thought. If we They wanna... had like two buildings. Yeah. If we want to fan correct it, it was built during mm-hmm. the mayor's term. Okay. Okay. It, brand oh, new. Oh, he would totally be into building. Totally build a, yeah. a university. Yeah. yeah. That's there, totally may, there might even be a picture of him somewhere. Yeah. And <laughs> maybe that's the uh, the what are we calling them? The people with guns who are running around. Initiative. I mean, oh, we aren't calling them that. <laughs> Oops. That's I was like. That's the only word. I was like initiative. Initiative. Uh, the Just those, army, like, army, army guys. Army, army guys. guys. Yeah, army. Okay. Army guys. The army guys could also be baked into that. Because sure. it would be much easier to set up your like thing yeah. at a at a new in a new environment. Sure. And maybe all the teachers, all the professors are fired from other universities. That's why they're all mean. They're right. Just mean. Although it does my theory is poked a little bit because Sunday. Didn't she go to school there in eighty two? Oh, the, did she? She went to uh Cal State okay. Sunnydale. She did? Oh, Okay, that, we're I'm, trying to. Yeah, make it okay. So Sunnydale has both a Cal State and a <laughs> no, UC. No, it became a, a huge. City. It became a UC. What they like upgraded? Oh no, it was Sunnydale Community College. Okay, and then mm-hmm. it, Yeah, and then now it's like become a a, a UC. Okay. I buy it. I buy it. I buy it because that makes more sense of where that chick came from. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> she didn't know UC. Um. So yeah. So Riley is charming Buffy. By being condescending. Yeah. <laughs> he says it in but such a nice kind. way. Yeah. He is so being, weird. Yeah. He's doing, from his perspective, he is only being kind. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's trying to put her down in any way. No. He just has that attitude of like, oh, I've been around. He's Which, benign. 
I I was a TA. Oh, you were? Yeah. Cool. For a couple semesters. <clears throat> and I um there were there were weird things of people who were like, I felt like everyone was socially my peer. Mm-hmm. I mean, some people were literally people who I knew all four years and like whatever. Um, so there'd be one guy, and I do like him. He's a nice guy, Frank. Mm-hmm. But during one of my first semesters at TA, he was in the class, and I had to teach one of the sessions, like the that was part of whatever. So I was teaching this huge lecture hall, mm-hmm. and he pulled out a newspaper. No. And opened it. Like, not, like, folded it in, like, the four corners. Because you really can get away with reading a newspaper in class. Yeah. He opened it, like, no. wide. What? And That's sat so there rude. and read it. And I was like, what the? F-? How can you call this guy a nice guy? He's an, in every, except for this instance, he has never been anything but nice to me. I don't, and I don't even know if I called him out directly. I was just so thrown. Yeah. I don't think, I think I gave him shit about it interpersonally later, like, at a party. Yeah. But I was just like. Who the fuck is doing that? And I was like, it's Frank. I was like, I know you. Jesus. Did he explain himself? Did he say like, oh, I was in the paper. I had an article. <laughs> Me, and it's possible. That's possible. Because he, it was a, it, he was a journalism student. So it's quite possible he was reading an important, he was reading something he had to read. Sure. Sure. But like, you never have to open up a newspaper full no. wide while someone else is talking. No. And this isn't a serial commercial from the 70s. <laughs> you don't need to do that. You just fold it. Right. Like, it's not because I wouldn't have called anyone out for not paying attention. Whatever. Yeah. It's but just an aggressively like, rude. Thing. It was aggressively rude. Yeah, you're, you're trying to get your attention. I would say. I, did he have a crush on you? I oh. don't. Sure, sure. Let's just say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't think so. And again, I think of him as a quality human being, except for this one moment. Every interaction I had with him was really good. He was a person that, like, this one summer we lived really close to campus, um, and he was like one of the people who would be up like at four in the morning to just like have weird conversations with. Mm. Sure. And that was before he read this newspaper. I don't know if I would have st- stayed up to talk to him yeah. after. But no, I very much like, yeah, it was one of the rudest things I've ever seen. Huh. And even him, I wouldn't be that condescending as Riley is. Yeah. Yeah. There was also a boy at one point in the class that I had a crush on. Mm. And he was only like a year younger than me. But I was like, oh, we're torn apart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <your> Bobby. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Wesley Price. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. I want to yeah, picture myself more as Riley, but I was totally a Wesley like. Hey, how are you doing? <laughs> are you going to the party on Saturday? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, gosh, guys. Okay. So we follow up Riley's, Riley and Buffy's moment with Joyce trying to talk some sense into her daughter mm-hmm. about making friends mm-hmm. and facing your fear. Trusting people. And trusting people. Which is, it's a very sad speech. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it is because she's like telling her daughter this. Not surrounded by her friends. Right. right. Just like alone. Mm-hmm. And Buffy and Joyce are a lot alike in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and so I think that Buffy can learn from what Joyce is saying. For sure. I mean, it doesn't feed directly into go to a party and all. It, like, I don't feel like it fits with the second half of the episode very mm-hmm. well. In the way that a lot of times the show will do a really good job of, of seeding kind of the interpersonal or like real life issues into what happens with the demons mm-hmm. and i don't i don't know i don't yeah. feel like we play out i feel like the emotional climax of that storyline is the speech with jo- with joyce the thing that it serves to do i guess is reveal to us what buffy's fear is mm-hmm. which is gonna be relevant later yeah but i mean you could have had her have that talk with anyone really mm-hmm. or that talk could have happened at the end of the episode mm-hmm 
Um, though it, the episode does end in a very like do 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 like yeah. jovial way. Mm-hmm. Um, what they do set up early in the episode and pay off a little bit later is Willow's magic desires mm-hmm. and Oz and Buffy's cons- Buffy's uh, a little bit dismissive of her mm-hmm. skill mm-hmm. and Oz is genuinely concerned about mm-hmm. what it will do to her. And I had forgotten that that was uh, one of, I didn't remember that issue coming up. Me at this too. Point. So. Well, I do have one when we get to it because yeah. in the, in, okay, the, the way the fear demon works mm-hmm. is all that stuff real. So what Willow does in the house summoning that thing, yeah. is that a real thing she did or is it all an illusion? Because if that's real, that's mm-hmm. pretty impressive. Yeah. I think, well, because remember we see everyone in the attic still freaking out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're all, it all seems to be in their heads. Okay. So mm-hmm. I think everything's in their heads, but like, let's say you trip and fall down the stairs, you're still going to die. Okay. Like, okay. So like, you're not impervious, but I think most of it is in their heads. Okay. So she didn't really do right? that summoning. I mean, maybe she did. That's a pretty. I would assume that's a much more. That's a. Yeah. That's a next level well, that's, spell. I think, and that's one of the things that, like Willow's frustration, I think, is genuine. Of she is better than Buffy thinks she is. Right. She yeah. can do more than people are letting her do. And and the feeling of her boyfriend being like, "I'm worried about you. I do, I support you, of course, because mm-hmm. I love you. But I, also, I think you're doing something that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. I think those those do feel like shackles to her because I sure. think she has potential. She hasn't reached, and she feels it. Like. She knows yeah. she has it. And this is her thing. This is her contribution. I mean, mm-hmm. she's smart IT girl, but she right. she really wants to be cool magic spinning pencil. Mm-hmm. And right. And this is why she didn't go to Oxford. Right. Like, yes. She she stayed so that she could be uh, help people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think the fact that she does have this power and she is kind of right mm-hmm. makes I guess it her her journey forward more compelling mm-hmm. because it's like I don't want to spoil anything, but you can say it and we can we okay. can decide. Yeah, we well, can even relate it to what happens. I mean, that the uh, the even if it's all in her head, mm-hmm. yeah. it goes out of control. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But so, the power is there, right? Mm-hmm. So I think like her. I think it's more interesting that like. She's not just like, well, I want to do it. It's like, mm-hmm. well, I can. Like, why don't? Yeah, and- sure. But there's also a part too where she, when she's up in her magic, mm-hmm. she gets that like we were just talking about malignant narcissism. She gets a little narcissistic because mm-hmm. Oz is telling her, "I'm turning into a werewolf. I'm going away from yes. you. Right. Please don't follow me. I yes. don't want you to see me." And then when she does her little blue light or green lights, she doesn't say find Buffy. Right. She doesn't say find the people in the attic. She says find Oz, who yes. just explicitly asked her not to follow him. So it's like. When she's up in her magic, she doesn't she doesn't care about what other people want. She thinks she knows best. Right. Yeah. And I think, yeah, and 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 I think that she is I mean, we we call out Buffy for seeing everything through her own lens mm-hmm. a lot. But Willow is definitely pretty selfish. Like we've seen how she interacts in relationships mm-hmm. and she isn't willing to do anything for her partner if it means I, I don't mean like not anything, but like she isn't willing to do like anything in the world for her partner right. if it means it will go against what she wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's definitely the alpha in her relationships, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. her romantic relationships. I think mm-hmm. that's her role with Buffy. And she says to Buffy, I'm not your sidekick. And it's like, sure, you shouldn't ever be your friend's sidekick. 
but you are a sidekick to the Slayer. Right. Yeah. Like that is your, that is your role. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, I would, I would hate it if it was my role sometimes, but like, yeah, you are her sidekick. Mm-hmm. She's literally the chosen one. Yeah. And you hang around her and help out. And she is an only child, right? She doesn't have any siblings as far as we know. <laughs> only child. Because I mean, child. not mm-hmm. to, not to give little excuses, but seeing her mom mm-hmm. who is even less involved than Joyce. Yeah. I mean, I, that narcissism mm-hmm. has a root, right? I mean, yes. everything is, if, if mom's not even in the picture really. So mm-hmm. it's like, I got to kind of think for myself. Yes. Well, and the magic, not to feed into like this magic as metaphor thing, but like the magic gives her something that no one else has. Uh-huh. And it gives her a feeling of power that is a little addictive. I think she, mm-hmm. from the moment she cast her first spell, like uh, she would chase that feeling. Sure. Well, yeah. And even just being a teen in Sunnydale. Mm-hmm. So there's like so many levels to it, right? Like being a teenager, you feel powerless. Being a yeah. teenager in Sunnydale, you feel really powerless. Mm-hmm. Being a teenager in Sunnydale who's like the best friend to the Slayer, you feel powerless. Yeah. And then so being able to manipulate something and be like, I am wanting that pencil to move. I'm going to move that pencil yep. and it will be moving only because of me. Mm-hmm. That you can chase that and then you can be like, oh, I'm going to make a person do this. I can yeah. make like this happen. I can. And, and and I think her particularly, it's dangerous for her because she is able to be completely and utterly heard by something. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is in a, and that storyline I feel like plays out both in like the real world and then the the haunted house really yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Okay, I also and I didn't write this down but I'm still thinking about it so I feel like I have to say something. When Xander and Oz go to help with the sound system mm-hmm. and Xander's like helping one of the frat guys, my frat guys like, "Hey, you should totally like rush our frat." Yeah. Right. And Oz is like, "Uh, <laughs> he's a civilian." I, I didn't like, like that. Okay, Oz I get what you're. I get that you're trying to make it so Xander doesn't have to say that. Right. But like, you could wait and say yeah. something to this guy off in another room. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to in front of Xander be like, "Oh no, this guy doesn't do college. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a townie." He should have let Xander at least indicate how he wanted it to play out. Totally. I hated that he said that. It was just like, and usually Oz is so attuned, even though he's not a big talker. He's so attuned to people's feelings. Mm-hmm. But this was a moment where I was like, dude. Mm-hmm. You're feeding into Xander's biggest insecurity. Like, mm-hmm. be more nice or thoughtful. Mm-hmm. He probably just doesn't want uh, not to defend Oz, of course. But <laughs> no, you he, should. He's he probably doesn't guy. want. He probably doesn't want Xander to join the frat. I mean, I would think Oz would be yeah. as yeah. anti-frat as possible, and Xander but, could easily fall into, yeah. as yes. we've seen, yes, easily fall oh, into that kind of. Oh, if Xander went to college, he would be in a fraternity. He yeah, would have been sure. hanging up those decorations. Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> yeah, yes. So it could he, have been them yeah. t- trying to turn them off to him. Yes. That aside, I agree yeah. with you. Yeah, and poor Xander. Certainly, his insecurities come right up. Yes. in mm-hmm. haunted house yes. when no one can see or hear him or notice he's missing for a very <laughs> yes. long time. Because yes. it really is from that first scene when he's like, "There's a hissing sound," mm-hmm. and she's like, "It sounds like." Sss. Yeah, so that's like ten right minutes away. before mm-hmm. anyone notices he's not there. Yeah, which that's pretty. Come on, guys. Yeah, and- Buffy, be a little more aware. And like it's like an like salt in the wound when they do realize he's missing. Yeah, Buffy labels it as like typical of him to be disappearing. So it's like, oh god, mm-hmm. not only is it internal, but like everyone else thinks that too. Oof. Yeah, that sucks. That does suck. Do you think that while he was with Cordelia, he felt he might have been climbing up the cool meter, and now now not only has he gone all the way down to zero, but now he's in yeah. the negative zone. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think especially not being in college with right. them. I mm-hmm. think he that's... feels like he's not even in the same league. I feel yeah. Like. yeah, and he's putting up. Oh, and this is in the other episode, but he's putting up that disco <laughs> ball in his little basement apartment. Oh my god! Like, is there any? I mean, I've done things like it's like I, I'm not. I related to it. That's why I was painful. But it's like, is there anything sadder than in your sad little apartment putting up a disco ball? Like. How is that? That is not going to help. Oh, that'd be so funny if, like, after he puts it up, he just, like, gets down off the ladder and is like, let's get this party started. <laughs> but it doesn't have a light. It doesn't no, have a motor just, to turn it around. It's just, just, just dangling. Exactly. Just, he has a flashlight. Oh. He's like, <laughs> poor guy. Oh, man. What a mess. Um, So everyone's fears are manifesting, basically. Yes. Because right. that's what this is. It's a, a fear demon has been summoned. Mm-hmm. Because Oz is like, ouch, I cut my finger with my exacto blade. <laughs> All right, shake, shake, was... shake, shake, shake. And then, what is shake, 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 Because how easy would it have been to just, when they're peeling the grape, someone cuts their finger? <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, you didn't like, was you didn't like the exacto. It felt, um, it felt like the beginning, and I guess the show can be like, can't be like that, but it felt like the beginning of a, show that wishes it was Buffy. It's um, like, right. oh, here's the Rube Goldberg device of how this thing acts. Mm-hmm. Every, everyone is innocent. No one did this on purpose. And then it's just happened. It's like, all right, guys. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter that it's a werewolf's blood. I thought about oh, that too. Yeah, just because yeah. it's supernatural, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And my big question, oh. who was fear of tarantulas? Who, who had the fear of spiders? Oh. We'll never, someone we'll never someone know. in that room we'll did. We'll never know. Well, everyone yeah. saw it. Did, did anyone see it though? Well, because didn't we Oz? She's screaming, and he like sees it, and he's like, "That's the second one." The when they when he oh, first, the, the, first the, the blood hits. And Maybe it, it's Oz's. Could be. Maybe. Oh, I'm, nope, I'm thinking of. <laughs> I'm thinking of Ron Weasley. <laughs> Maybe I was like isn't Xander afraid of spiders? Didn't he think there were spiders on him? <laughs> oh my God, he's so. Ron is Xander Ron? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. hundred times. <laughs> hundred times. <laughs> And then Buffy, I guess, is Hermione. You think you think Willow's Hermione? I don't think so. Buffy would have to be Harry, right? Yeah, I guess Buffy's Harry. Buffy's like a well. Buffy's like not. She's so different. She is different. She might be like Fleur. <laughs> <laughs> and then Giles is like Dumbledore. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like if we do it, then then Buffy is kind of Harry Potter. Let's be honest. She has like, to be. Yeah. Who she's, she's, she's a chosen not, one. He's yeah, chosen but she's one. not an orphan. I think that's one of the things that yeah. is cool and interesting about Buffy as that hero's journey is that she doesn't come from nothing. Yeah, it's true. She's, mm-hmm. She has a loving Ordinary. mother. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, we see all these fears. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, I wrote everything that scared me. I was like, ah, bats, ah, hands from the ground. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I wrote down everyone's um, oh, I wrote, B looks so cute in her outfit. She looked really cute. She did look really cute. Head. I was thinking about it. Other than the hood, you could kind of wear any dress. Anything you want. Right? Yeah, I, th- I thought she was a waitress look. for a little while. Yeah, and I was like, like a, like a Ruby's, oh, maybe it Ruby's was Diner her waitress, waitress outfit. Could, oh, God. She kept that. She kept it just in case she has to go into She was like crying and she put it on. She was like, oh, God, that summer. Of- <laughs> Call me Anne. What the hell Chantrell's doing? Oh, Chantrell. <laughs> and nay, Chantrell. <laughs> No, uh, nay, something else. Isn't it? Is she Amy now, right? No, she no, took, she's Anne. She now. took Anne. She's she Anne, took right. Anne. Wait, so, so it's Amy Chantrell. No, wait. <laughs> that's right. She so wasn't born Anne, Chantrell. Anne, she chose Chantrell. Nay, what's the first name that she had? Probably oh, we knew it. I she was Lily at it. some point, but that oh. was fake too. That was Lily with the guy with the tattoo. Yeah, she was yeah. something, and then Chantrell, then Lily, then Anne. No, 
Oh, yeah. yeah. She was born. Her she parents were right, 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 right. Sean Charles before that. God. Mm. God, she's had a life. She's many lives. <laughs> Nine <laughs> lives. Kitty cat. Um, um, so, but yeah, no, the outfit was really cute. It was funny that we were so honest about how little Buffy has grown since she was 12. Yes. So I'll just let the hem out. Yeah. <laughs> and it fit perfect. And I dropped the shoulders a little. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently uh, Joyce sews. Who knew? Who knew? Who knew? Really, who knew? Did Joyce even know? <laughs> nope. She's like, I got this thing out and tried it. I'm Worked. trying. I'm trying it, Buffy. I'm Turns trying. out I used to make costumes. <laughs> <laughs> and you and your dad when you were 12. <laughs> yeah, that was Can we lot. talk about that? Yeah. 12. Okay, 12 is like maybe your last year trick-or-treating. Yeah. Yeah. Because like once you're a teenager, it's, you know, you can go it, out, but you're not trick-or-treating. Like, yeah. It's vandalism at that point. Your parents are with you when you're, your dad's with you when you're 12. Yeah, it's pretty old. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I feel like that's something my, I, I'm trying to remember... I think I trick-or-treated. I don't even think I was trick-or-treating when I was 12. I feel like I did it. Uh, I think I skipped like maybe a year in there. And then my last year was when I was 13. And it was like, I skipped a year it too. was gross. It was like one of those. It was like sort of mischiefy And like, that's what I did. Yeah. And it was like, oh, I, I don't want to be this person either. So mm-hmm. then after that, it was just Halloween parties. What, mm-hmm. if, what if it was where, where they drove in the car and they went to a block and Buffy hopped out and they just sat in the car and then she got in and they went to another block. Is that a little cooler at 12? Oh, because then your dad's not with you at the They're door. They're not actually with yeah. you door to door. I think it's cooler, but also if you're driving, drive me to Richtown. <laughs> yeah. Take me where the full size. And I don't know if this actually exists, but there was always rumors of like the fanciest parts of town where there were full size candy king, bars. King size <laughs> I, well, I told you, I told you about that house that mm-hmm. actually I went probably when I was like a freshman in high yeah. school. I went there. Because it was like the one where you give the piece yeah. of candy and you go into this man's house and you mm-hmm. take what you want. Out of his garage. Out mm-hmm. of his garage. I got a uh, Clifford dog one year. That sounds awesome. Big stuffed Clifford dog. Hmm. Huge. Yeah. Like as it's, big as me. Trick-or-treating is weird, at least from like the 2016 perspective. Mm-hmm. Because really kids are just like running around. Yeah. It is. <laughs> Full sprint. Yeah. Well, I mean, non-stop. little kids have their parents with them, but like, yeah. there's a period where you are after dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's for me at least, whatever, uh, 10, 11, 12. That was the only time after dark that I was allowed to just hang out with yeah. my friends, wandering. My parents wouldn't know exactly where I was, just kind of like, you know, and you'd come home and you'd be, and they'd be like, where did you go? Yeah. <laughs> Tell like, me about you your route. Yeah. Show me your, and then, of course, there were candy taxes. Uh, my parents taxes. gave me a nugget tax. On my chicken nuggets when I was a kid. Always <laughs> one nugget. Really? And if they were hungry, my brother and I each have a nugget tax. Like oh if we gosh. both had nuggets. And then, yeah, we had candy tax. Candy tax. So we I never had that. I knew about the IRS from a young age. <laughs> I was prepared <laughs> for that first paycheck. I always remember getting mad about certain candies. Um, when people would hand out just those, God, I don't even remember what they're called. They're some kind of caramel. But they're- Sugar babies? No, it's Bullseye? just one piece, and it's like a yellow wrapper with sugar like a daddies. red stripe. I think it is sugar daddies. I remember getting mad. Sugar about babies, them. I like a lot better than sugar daddies because they're a small. <laughs> I'm not even because um, <laughs> like they're they're like little BB size. They're like small. Oh, that's kind of fun. So like you, they can you can melt them in your mouth. You can chew them a little, but they don't get like it's not like a mouthful. Yeah, like, yeah. I hate malt balls. I hate malt balls. So those were Whoppers, mm-hmm. to, milk duds. I love a no, sour candy. Mm-hmm. Sweet I, and sour or just sour? Pure um, sour. I like like sour gummy types okay. candies. Although those aren't really popular during Halloween. Not that much. Um, sometimes like uh, sour lifesaver gummies. Yeah, sometimes. sour Skittles. I remember people mm-hmm. passing out, which I do like those, but they fuck up my mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I hate candy corn. Sorry. I hate candy yeah. corn. Sorry. I yeah. hate candy corn. And they and when I where I grew up trick or treating, people just this is you know late eighties nineties uh-huh. right yeah. unwrapped just a handful Ew. of candy corn in my Sick. bag. Sick. It's, t- it's touching the plastic and touching your hand. So I'm not going to eat any of this. <laughs> even at, the, at a young age, no, you knew. I know. You're like, no. It's not worth the taste. I didn't even like the taste that no. much. Yeah, I don't like the taste. I think I like the aesthetic of it more. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah I think great. it's like, it and cool. the feeling that you get when you like when you see it. Right. Yes. You know, like, it's like volume, right? Mm-hmm. I think of Hocus Pocus when I see yeah. candy corn. I think of uh, the sun starting to go down a little bit later, yeah. but the air is still warm and mm-hmm. you've got that like late summer. Yeah, not in. where I was, but I understand. Okay. I can empathize. <laughs> I get a very like something wicked this way comes sort of spooky yeah. feeling, but I'm also comfortable mm-hmm. but scared. Yeah, that's what I like. Hmm. I like that too. There was actually someone a house that would literally throw a penny in your bag. What? Uh, one a dirty little penny. penny. One Awful. Penny. One Awful. Penny. Yeah. Where'd you grow up? Chicago. That's outside of Chicago. Like just Chicago? turn off your light. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, <laughs> turn off like your it's okay. Lights. Like. We didn't have ev- it wasn't every single house when I grew up yeah. in my neighborhood would so oh, like, yeah. just you turn know. off your light. When there's a network too, like, hey, yeah. this one's a bad house, you know, yeah, move on. You, you know. know. Yeah, yeah. You kept each other informed. My favorite houses were when adults would be having parties and you could tell people were I didn't at the time I didn't know it was drunk, but I was like they would be having so much fun. Right. <laughs> that was my favorite. It was right. like when you got to a house and it was like some random person because it wasn't always the host like some person would yeah. open the door and there'd right, be right. music happening mm-hmm. and people in co- and adults in costumes and like laughing yeah. and yeah. throw you a handful that was, was always like uh, winning the lottery yeah I liked those caramel apple pops actually it was like an apple mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. lollipop and then c- covered in caramel oh yeah, yeah, okay yeah, yeah. I liked those they were flat yes are, are you a are you a caramel apple person like do you like it when someone dips an apple in caramel I have a panic about my teeth mm-hmm. fair falling out yeah I have a panic. I have a panic about it all over my face. Yeah, <laughs> the very sloppy eat. Do you? Yeah, how about bobbin? Do y'all bob? Never no. ever bobbed for apple. Fuck it's no. kind of fun. I've never. Done it's it. like a cross between drowning and <laughs> and eating. <laughs> and eating. <laughs> See, this is the thing. I, I like competition though. I like I, I like uh, challenges. You do. I don't need my face being submerged in a small space <laughs> where other people's faces were also submerged. Maybe with mouths face paint open. On. Yeah, face paint. Face oil, spit. People are licking those apples. I don't need that. No, there's like teeth marks in them. Cause Ew, what the fuck? Sick, sick, sick. I only saw that on those, those Peanuts cartoons. Mm-hmm. Never saw it in real life. It sounds disgusting. I have yeah. not done it multiple, many times. I've done it a few times. When you did it, was it in a like a wooden barrel? I don't I feel like know. I, I think right. it was like a you know pot. I, mean? I think it was... Water sloshing yeah. around. It was like that and it was... <laughs> <laughs> it might have been like... <laughs> Might have been like a school or a daycare thing where you would bob for apples and then they would dip that one in caramel, and it would be your. Caramel. Well, because it's, it's your so it has like a little bite mark out of it. Yeah, but it's your bite mark. It's Timmy's bite mark. Yeah, and and then they dip it with the bite mark. I don't think I'm making this up. It's like a thing. And then it gets know. all of your face and knocks your teeth out. Yeah. Oh, well, you, you bite it- into it and then you release your mouth and all your teeth <laughs> <laughs> are perfectly <laughs> arranged. <laughs> Like a shark skeleton. And they go, oh, put that one back in. <laughs> that sounds amazing. No. That's so horrifying. I'm so I have a thing about teeth. Like I That would be your your fear. The my in, fear. in the fear house. Just like falling out. Teeth falling out. I have dreams about that very frequently. There's a meaning to that. Yeah, I think right. it's obsession with um appearance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
narcissism. Um, Should we mention Anya's bunny outfit? Yeah. Very famous cosplay. Usually once Mm -hmm. for you see the Anya bunny costume. Yep. Yep. Yes. She's adorable. Yeah. I love Anya. Mm -hmm. And the fact that she is so fierce in her determination to protect Xander. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I love her, man. Yeah. She quickly uh, is part of the game. Mm Yeah. I mean, I I forget how quickly she's she's there Mm -hmm. and she's in it. Mm-hmm. She knows where to find Giles. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but when they get to the house, there's no door. No door. And he's like, "I know a way to get through. <laughs> we'll make a door." <laughs> so cool. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> he just blasted his way through that entire he house, did. destroyed this house. But then he's like, <laughs> right by the door. plaque. This yeah. is historical landmark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Um, and then. And the gang has been gathered in the attic mm-hmm. where the sigil is, mm-hmm. the sign. Um, and Giles reads from his book. This was another gag I really liked. Mm-hmm. More than I think the little demon. Mm-hmm. Was when Giles was like, there are two ways to kill this demon. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first. Or then he said, there's two ways to kill this demon. Destruction of the sign. And then she like smashes the sign with her foot and like looks at him so proud. Like, look, dad, I did it. And he's like. Is not one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It will only summon the demon. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. I did like that. Um, I also, uh, just to back up a little bit, yeah. when, so everybody's fears are like that, like Oz can't control his werewolf thing, Xander's disappearing, Willow can't control her magic, and Buffy is alone. Mm-hmm. And she's like being dragged down by like these zombies things, like supernatural, yeah. like mm-hmm. vampires. And I feel like that's like her. The thing that makes her feel so alone is yeah. her like chosen calling, like mm-hmm. this supernatural thing. Um, and like while everybody feels alone all the time, she feels especially such because she is the chosen one. Yeah. But what's interesting, I mean, I think that's 100% true. I think death and the supernatural are also like linked mm-hmm. to her. And so mm-hmm. I think they're like one big specter. Yeah. Um, but also with Parker, he did not dump her because of her slaying. No, he didn't. He dumped her because of who she is. And that maybe hurts yeah. more. Yeah. 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 But I mean, it's I mean, hard. he dumped her because of who he is. And from his perspective, he, would even say dump. he didn't dump her. No. Right. He, he never did. He just blooped by. He blooped her and then he kept walking. Yeah. Because she's re- she's re- uh, she's back undercover. So she's mm-hmm. no longer yeah. the slayer to these people as well. Mm-hmm. So that's an added layer yeah. to yeah. her, in her mind, her unspecialness. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh man! Yeah, tough not, to be going on. Um, the little demon has such a small mouth. You see, how, he was like, "I'm character, I'm <laughs> And he had those little, like, little uh, was, ties on yeah. his face. Yeah, yeah, he had like the hole for his mouth was so big, but then his little teeth were just like, like a tiny boop, circle. Boop, boop, boop. He was like, beep, beep, beep. "Oh my god!" Do you guys Snapchat? You keep telling me to get on it. I'm oh, gonna I, I'm on it, but I don't okay. use it much. There's a filter that came out in the last few days that is in this one where you open your mouth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what happens is you open your mouth and then you emerge from inside your mouth. Oh, dear And then it's God. just like your mouth and your whole mouth stretched huge and then your little face. It's the worst <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Jeez. I, I they should have waited till Halloween. <laughs> Guys, it's horrifying. <laughs> we, It's horrifying. I'm, Everyone go it. on Snapchat. We should do it. <laughs> right. I want to do it. We'll do it. We'll do it. Now, there's one line he does say, and I, th- is, I, I think, avoiding spoilers, he does say to her, I'm assuming this is just as her fear again, right? He yeah. He says, uh, they're all going to abandon you, you know. Mm-hmm. That's just though about this fear, right? That's not a. I don't think he's necessarily a prophetic demon. Okay. No, 
But I Although think Buffy that, is prophetic sometimes. But that's one of those fears, like, everyone has that fear sure. somewhere. Mm-hmm. And it, it, like, comes up in different ways, like, but I think everybody doesn't want to be left completely alone. Right. And most of the time that fear does come true for a lot of people. Like, in some... <laughs> no, I don't mean, like, that everyone will abandon you, but, like, in some ways... Everyone's had that, had it happen to them. Yeah. Everyone's felt abandoned, not just feared being abandoned. Everyone's felt it. Right. And, and then perhaps that's what make that, makes that fear so acute, is mm-hmm. that that feeling, you've, you remember that feeling. It's not a fear of the unknown. Yeah. And there's a lot of change happening so far this season for mm-hmm. her and all her mm-hmm. friends. Yeah. So, yeah. Cordelia's gone. Angel's gone. Mm-hmm. Giles is there, but it's not the same Giles no. dynamic. So, yeah, she's already kind of feeling like that yeah. impermanence. Yeah. Did we? Did you guys like these two episodes? I enjoyed I, them a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I like them a lot too. I like them too. Particularly uh, Jane Espenson's. Mm-hmm. She's, in my opinion, one of the best TV writers out there. I think yeah. that episode is a great example of how she can deal with the plot mm-hmm. of the Gem of Amara, and yet there's some yeah. real substantial things to think about. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I liked how many, like, how many things were relevant to how many things in that episode, and it was like not only was the Gem of Amara like this thing that this character was trying to do, mm-hmm. but it was that search was like uh, that search for the Gem of Amara was like emblematic mm-hmm. of what everyone was yes. trying to do yep. during that whole episode. I liked that a lot. Um, and in terms of like smaller moments, we also have Biff naked, mm-hmm. which made me like that episode mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> and as because you know, I. I'm a long time. I'm, I like Buffy Angel. Mm-hmm. The idea that she gives him that ring but does not go to deliver yes. it. Mm-hmm. That she's like, I that she respects his life as a separate life and her mm-hmm. life as a separate life, um, but still believes in him and trusts him enough to give him this very, very powerful um, mm-hmm. jewel. I really liked that as showing her kind of her maturity. Yes. Because I, I think just thinking that way. I think a season ago she would have gotten in her car, driven over there, and be like, I've got this thing. Do like you even immediately. Want it? Yeah. What do you what do you think about this? Do you even love me? And she would have walked in and he'd be laughing with Cordelia and she'd be like oh. And like would just drive back she to was, Sunnydale. She would just leave the jail yeah. there. Ugh. She like so I think she's growing up a lot. Totally. And seeing and I, I liked that a lot. Totally. And she's knowing what she's capable of and maybe maybe she's not able to go see him right now. So yeah. she's well enough to know I need to let someone else do this. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Yeah, Thank you for so having fun. me. Thank Love you. Love having you on. Uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, I'm on this uh, Nerdist house team oh, uh, really? called Big Boss. Oh. Um, Big Boss. Big Boss. Uh, we perform every other Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, some at, Sundays. At some, some Sundays. Mm-hmm. Uh, other people on the team you may know, listeners. <laughs> uh, that's us? That's us. <laughs> <laughs> me and Kelly. <laughs> me and Ryan. <laughs> that's it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, the schedule's on nerdistschool.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Slash Oh, oh, Um, and um, next week we're gonna be releasing an episode of Tall, Dark, and Broody. Nice, uh-huh. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Um, covering some episodes. I didn't look that up, Kelly. Sorry. I couldn't. <sighs> well, this is. Uh, it would be uh, the Oz. Yeah, because it's going to be the other side of Gemma Mamara. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, next week we're going to release an episode of Tall, Dark, and Broody, and the episodes will be In the Dark and I Fall to Pieces. But our next episode of Hellmouthy is uh, a great doubleheader, including one of the highs and one of the lows <laughs> of the season. Uh, the first episode is Beer Bad, and the second is Wild at Heart. All right. Excellent. So... 
Buckle in, guys. Buckle your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. <laughs> and I, we hadn't talked about this, but maybe we should drink a beer to get through beer, beer bad. Beer bad. Yeah. <laughs> and then we can turn to Caitlin. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, spoilers. <laughs> spoilies. <Okay>. Spoilies. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, you guys. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. <laughs> the Nerdist School Network. For class and show information, visit nerdistschool.com.